0: Hello classmates, welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class. I'm your host today, Tyler. I'm Peter. And I'm Joseph. And today we are reviewing the, probably the most complex time traveling movie ever, Primer.
1: That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the what? mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac, I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day. Okay? Pepe Sylvia, this name keeps coming up over and over again every day. Pepe's mail is getting sent back to me. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. I look at the mail. Well, this whole box is Pepe Sylvia. So I say to myself, I gotta find this guy. I gotta go up to his office. I gotta put his mail in the guy's goddamn hands, otherwise he's never gonna get it. It's gonna keep coming back down here. So I go up to Pepe's office, and so what do I find out, Mac? What do I find out? There's no Pepe Sylvia. The man does not exist, okay? So I decided, oh, shit, buddy, I gotta dig a little deeper. There's no Pepe Sylvia? You gotta be kidding me. I got boxes full of Pepe. All right, so I start marching my way down to Carol in HR. And I knock on her door and I say, Carol! Carol, I gotta talk to her about Pepe. And when I open the door, what do I find? There's not a single goddamn desk in that office. There is no Carol in HR. Not half the employees in this building have been made up. This office is a
0: goddamn house. Okay, Charlie, I'm going to have to stop you right there.
2: <laughs> that was uh, what, what I imagined a pitch meeting for this movie went perfect energy uh, match. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good job. And then they didn't
2: get funded, so he had to <laughs> yes. fund it himself. Good job,
1: Joseph. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, that's that's a really interesting concept, uh, Shane. Uh, K- K- Kareth? Shane Kareth? <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a call. <laughs> Oh,
0: well, uh, Primer is one of my favorite <laughs> God damn, the trailers. <laughs> the uh, wave of emotions are uh, <laughs> upon me. But uh, yeah, so uh, Primer is a great movie that deals with time travel, but not in the way that you think. And I can't wait to get into it. But first. Find some charity, new lad. Now's the time for Gab and Chatter. All right. So, uh, Pete, do you have any movie news or Gab and Chattering? I have some, to, get, uh, I have some
1: gab. Oh, I have some gab. Oh. I have no okay. news, but I do have an update for The quest for 500. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, I'm past the 200 mark now my quest for 500. I want to watch 500 movies in the year 2021. And I'm mm-hmm. just about on pace. So this, as we just record, about. yeah, just right. I mean, we're right, I'm pretty much right in pace, which I don't like. I want to be ahead of pace. I want to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a, uh, a a guy on the Facebook uh, Facebook forum, movie forum I'm on that's uh, named Matt Stillman. He's also, I think, like every year he watches like 500 movies or more. He's <laughs> a, amazing how many movies the guy watches, and he's on like 225, and I'm on 204. So I'm kind of right now. I'm a little a little bit of me is chasing Matt but I'm also just trying to stay above pace. And by okay. the end of June, I have to be at 250 to be on pace. Okay. As we record this, it's the end of May. It's yeah. Memorial day weekend yes. uh, <clears throat> on a Sunday. And so I got all day off tomorrow. I got an extra Monday off and I'm planning on watching a bunch of movies then. But since the last time we spoke, uh, when we watched society, <laughs> I watched, um, I watched uh, Raising Arizona one of early Coen brothers movie. Mm. You guys seen that one?
0: Uh, Mm, Nicholas Cage. Thought, no. That's not a sitcom. No, that's, that's Raising Hope. Thing. Raising Hope. Oh, Raising Hope. Which
1: also Sorry. deals with a baby in this movie, a young baby <laughs> named Arizona. <laughs> named Arizona. No. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's name is um, Nathan Jr. um which is uh they basically the plot is that uh Nicholas Cage is a uh, he plays a like a dumber version of his self on Con Air in Con Air. He's like a <laughs> small-time criminal um and Holly Hunter is his uh, wife, and they can't conceive children. And the, one of the local like, uh, furniture store owner named Nathan Arizona, uh, he, he makes the papers because him and his wife have uh, quintuplets. They have five, five babies. Oh, my God. So they decide they don't need that many babies. Someone's going to go up <laughs> and snatch one of them. <laughs> And they'll be our baby, <laughs> and it sets into a series of events that which you can imagine are hilarious and uh, yeah. and strange. So it's like it's kind of like a, a, a comic book, like a cartoon come to life. This movie, and it's 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 just like I, I reach, recently watched uh, Bottle Rocket was um, Wes Anderson's first movie. I don't know. If, oh yeah. I don't know. If Raising Arizona is is the Coen Brothers' first movie, but it's a really early one, and you see a lot of hints of like a brother were out there, out in there. <clears throat> in a lot of uh really good like uh hints to other stuff. So that mm-hmm. was that was pretty fun. It was good. I, it wasn't amazing, but it was very funny. I watched the 1994 Jim Carrey classic The Mask, which was uh, holds up in my opinion. I know some people think it's stupid and mm. that shouldn't be watched, but it's exactly what you they set out to make and it was Jim Carrey was one of a kind and um uh What time
0: did you watch The Mask? Wait, what what was Sunday morning? Sunday, you watched The Mask on yeah, it's a, Sunday it's a, morning. it's
1: a Sunday morning movie, Tyler. Okay, we all know this. Okay, uh, Cameron Diaz is <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> Cameron Diaz is the at the height of her powers. She's never been foxier than in the Max in the mm. Mask for sure. Absolutely, hundred percent.
3: Sure.
1: Um, I watched um, The Last Witch Hunter starring Ben Diesel. Oh, uh, you guys seen that? No, I just know of it. Not I, not as bad as you'd think. Not as so bad. Still bad. It's cheesy. It's I mean, it's like, it's better than, um, it kind of reminds well, me of- Nicolas Cage. Oh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yeah. <laughs> have, have not seen, do not plan on seeing. I do-, I do hey, com- If you want to keep pace, man, you gotta- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do, do kind of want to watch it just for the Nicolas Cage-ness. But uh, what was the one that was like, so that's the Vampire's Assistant. Right. No, that's the Sorcerer's that's, Apprentice. Vampire's Assistant is, is the, the John C. Right? Ret- okay. Yeah. Now I kind of feel like I have to watch both of those.
0: Uh, no, you <laughs> don't and, want to watch the vampires and assistant. make a, t- a tiered yeah. list. <laughs> it's so
2: bad.
1: But I got to come up with other the Sorcerer's Apprentice, the Vampire's Assistant, Last Witch Hunter doesn't quite doesn't quite fit in that <laughs> structure. You'd be better
0: off watching uh, Vampires Anonymous. What's that? Oh, I won't get into that. Please go on.
1: You're not, we're not going to get into it. You can't just say that and then not tell me what it is.
0: Well, it's it's basically about vampires who uh, they think that they're like bloodaholics, you know? Isn't that what a
2: vampire
1: is? Is love blood.
0: Yeah, but they don't want to be vampires. Oh, okay. It, it's like a recovery group. Anyways, go Sounds,
1: on. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched, I will talk about that one in streaming picks. I watched Battlefield Earth. <laughs> no. I'm like on a string of quote unquote bat, bad movies this week.
0: Why did you watch that?
1: Because I wanted to experience it for yourself. Because I wanted to, I wanted, I didn't want to just like jump on the bandwagon and say, oh was, yeah, Battlefield Earth, worst movie. Was this the first viewing? Yes. yes. This was the first viewing of Battlefield Earth. Oh my God. Okay. What? <laughs> Okay, I, I have I don't know what the fuck goes through your head, Tyler, because you're like you're chastising me for watching it, and then you're I'm not sh- chastising. And then, yes, you are.
0: No, I'm not. That, that, that's not true and,
1: at all. And then you said, why would you do this?
0: Well, yeah, that's true.
1: And then and then you're surprised that it's the first time that I watched it. Well, that that is also true too. Like, have you watched Battlefield Earth?
0: I've watched it like three times.
1: Why? 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 Now, I'm chastising you now. Why would you watch it three times? <laughs> hey,
0: well, the first know, wasn't enough. That that that's uh, you know. The blame is uh, deserved. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I watched it the first time because I was like, "Okay, uh, what is this movie?" Uh, and you know what? No, I'm not going to get into it. So I'm, I, I'm getting no,
1: into your segment. I was going to say, no one asked you to get into it. That, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Battlefield Earth. It is as bad as everyone says. It's not good. <laughs> it was fun to watch because it was so bad that we. I mean, we got into this whole side. Conversation about Scientology with Brianna and, and her mom happened to be over that day, and she goes, "Is this what they really believe?" I'm like, "No, it's it's not what they believe. It's just written by the guy that started the religion." And oh, Battlefield <laughs> Earth is written by Alan Hubbard. Yeah, oh, the original no, the original science fiction novel was written by uh, uh Daddy Hubbard, and then uh, they kind of believe it. Though. And then John is no, 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 no. in it. Yeah. No, 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 they don't believe it. This is this what? is this is set three thousand years in the future on Earth, and Zenu came to Earth. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of years ago, and dropped all those souls of the <laughs> alien creatures into the volcanoes, which now live inside of us. They are, aka, thetons. Thetans, thetans audit <laughs> it yourself? Yeah, look it up. It's on uh, South Park. They did an episode called "Trapped in the Closet" that goes all about it. <clears throat> yeah, which yeah. we watched right afterwards. Yeah. Good. So <laughs> uh, then I watched. Uh, I watched the first couple. Actually, I'll talk about uh, in streaming picks. Uh, I watched Ninja Assassin from two thousand and nine. Mm and uh someone on someone online had recommended it to me and they said that it was in the same universe as john wick and uh and this the upcoming movie gunpowder milkshake which i'd never heard of before but it's like an all-female assassin movie with like Mm. pretty big names in it that and he's like that's going to be in the same universe as john wick and a ninja assassin i never heard of a ninja assassin so i watched it and it's pretty fucking good in my opinion I thought it was crazy, over-the-top gore. The f- opening scene is one of my; f- it's now one of my favorite, like, uh, self-contained opening sh- scenes of a movie to set the tone. Mm. It's like f- four minutes or something, and it's like one scene, extreme gore: two people's heads get sliced completely in half. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah, the keymaster from um, the Matrix is in that scene. Oh, cool! And only that scene, if you know what I mean. Uh. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's over the top. It's crazy. It's very goofy, but it's like if you think of it in terms of this is John Wick, but it's like more like ninjas instead of guns.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: it absolutely holds up. And then uh, the the final scene is like the main sympathetic villain, if you will. He is the titular ninja assassin. He's not a he's not a ninja who assassinates people. He is a ninja who assassinates other ninjas.
3: Oh, okay. he's a
1: ninja assassin. So he he's he in the final scene he uh, is fighting like the big boss at the end and there's a the cinematography and the the composition of the shots are so cool because it's a, there's like a silhouetted uh, fire shot like the room is on fire and they're mm-hmm. they're behind those like a uh, Japanese or Chinese paper walls yeah, yeah. and you can see their silhouettes behind it a la Kill Bill mm-hmm. um and uh, there's just some really really cool shots in it very fun don't believe the hype of uh, Rotten Tomatoes because it's like would you say, Joseph? Like 26% in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. What?
2: We were talking about this yesterday. It's got like six out of 10 on IMDb and yeah. like a
1: four out of five on Voodoo. Voodoo. Hoodoo? You do. Oh, yeah. So. How the baby. I, <laughs> I I had to like rent that for like three bucks on YouTube. It is worth, absolutely worth it. Sure. Uh, we watched extra, Extro, E X T R O. Remember that name. It's, yeah. Now I know what an Extra is. And uh, that was an insane movie. Yeah, there was. It was insane. I feel like for the entire like all the badness of the movie, like there was like four or five pretty good scenes with like practical effects. Yeah, there, I was like those scenes would have belonged in like Possession with Sam Neill, like nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> they were so far out of place for the movie just because <laughs> the movie was like not great, but then like some of the practical effects was very really, very good. Uh, of course, I watched Primer, and the follow-up to Primer, naturally, was Looper, which I watched uh, just last night, and it was uh, tight. Looper is love not Looper.
0: the follow-up for
1: Primer. Uh, no, it's a follow-up in my mind.
0: Oh, okay. Not
1: It's not in the same universe at all. Oh, okay. I'm just I, saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not related. I think Carruth had a hell, hand in it. Shane, Wait, did Shane really? Carruth and Ryan Johnson are friends in real life, what? I, uh, IRL. Yeah, and when when Ryan Johnson, who I didn't realize had writ- also written Looper, I thought he just directed it. When he was writing it, he was talking to Shane Carruth of Primer, and he he was telling him about it, and Shane Carruth was like, "That's not how time travel works." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is if you think great. if you think about it in the terms of the universe of primer, it really doesn't. <laughs> that's not how this thing that doesn't exist works. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got the pretentious drop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not how time travel works. Pretentious as fuck. Yeah, that's like one of the most pretentious <laughs> statements you can say. Uh, I made a time travel movie, and let me tell you, that's not how it works.
2: Actually,
1: you ever seen the time machine? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, how it works. <laughs> Because not to not to go into Primer too much, but in Primer, essentially, there's they kind of loop back on the same timeline markers. Yeah, basically. And in in Looper, if you think about it, they has to be in a multiverse because if you accept the fact, has everybody seen Looper here? Yes. Yes. Okay. If you haven't seen Looper, scoop ahead, uh, listeners. Uh, if you haven't seen Looper, skip ahead about four minutes, maybe two, maybe two <laughs> minutes. Just be safe. So if you accept the fact that jo- or if you're watching Looper, <laughs> <laughs> skip backwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you accept accept the fact that Jogo kills um, uh, what's his name, Bruce Willis, mm. and then you you watch him go through his entire timeline and turn into old Bruce Willis, and then once it happens the second time, it's a different version.
3: Mm.
1: He now doesn't kill him, and Bruce Willis gets away. If you accept that, then that instantly means there has to be two multiverses. There's two separate two separate timelines. Yeah. So something happened. Yeah. So like the idea is like when like Paul Dano is getting cut apart and his future self is like falling into pieces. Mm -hmm. You're like, at some point they just kill Paul Dano. They have to unless unless they like literally leave him alive for sixty years in that in that like chopped up state. it's, It's weird because
2: yeah, the thing about that scene, it's like happening live. Yeah, and it's like that doesn't really make it yeah exactly why? like yes.
1: like it happens in the in the to young Paul Dano and then all of a sudden he doesn't have a nose well why didn't 10 minutes ago he didn't have a nose yeah yeah that that yeah. that's the part I think that makes that's a little it's uh, a valid criticism that's that's a Hollywood uh yeah just a cool like scene
2: but yeah. if you think about it it doesn't make any sense
1: yeah. N- no no and, and I guess if if you're but if you accept that that's the rule for that because it's like almost like when Jogo again spoiler at the yeah, very end Jogo shoots himself in the chest and then Bruce Willie just goes like just disappears. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, all that, all that would be unwound if this was back to the future style. I guess, it, I guess, it back to the future, in <laughs> back, he, to, the future he, back to the future style. He's like slowly turning into a force ghost as things are happening. <laughs> so, anyways, that was uh, it's cool. Just watch it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just turn it and and the cool thing, which I really love about t- some time travel movies that don't take themselves too seriously, like Primer does. They, they mentioned like two times in the movie. Jeff Jeff Daniels says it, um, and oh, I forgot he's in that movie. Yeah, Jeff Daniels says it, yeah. and so does Bruce Willis when he's talking to young Young Jogo. He he says, uh, Jogo. he basically says, uh, "We don't need to see here all day and talk about if I do this, are you going to feel it from now? If I just you know look at your picture, then she's going to disappear from your memory. I'll just think of, he's like doesn't fucking matter. We'll just be here all day if we just talk about it." And then Bruce uh, Jeff Bridges says something like you know, if you do this and that's going to happen and then time travel stuff, it really just kind of melts your brain. So it's better not to think about it and just enjoy the ride. And you're like, <laughs> you're talking to the audience, aren't you Jeff Daniels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they were getting into
2: deep when they were writing the movie. It's like, uh, it's just getting too complicated. Let's just throw put this line yeah. in there and then make it easy on ourselves.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I have no movie news per se. I mean, I, if you guys don't say the, the big one, I'll say it afterwards, but uh, I'm sure you guys will cover it. No, so, the, Big ones. It. No, it's okay. We'll go through it. Yeah, we'll I
2: spent enough time right, on my quest fine. for five hundred. See what right, so. happens.
0: Quest for five hundred.
2: Joseph. Um. Okay, so I have a couple things. The first thing, I, I'm sure everybody here remembers when uh, Citizen King was rightfully toppled from the top of by Paddington Two by Paddington Two after yeah. one bad review from the 1800s was released <laughs> or whatever
0: that's, that's, that's <laughs> so insane uh, like how it
2: Paddington was- 2 it was uh so yeah Paddington 2 was in second place and then says Kane was okay. uh d- dethroned rightfully that's right um, and <laughs> dethroned and uh by one bad review <laughs> and um now it seems as Paddington Two has also lost the top. Oh no! Top place from because one of bad one review. bad review from a two thousand um, from two thousand seven. Yeah. Also from the same year, two thousand
1: seven. <laughs> no, nineteen thirty six. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> no, so it was uh, released on uh, a review that was released in two thousand eighteen, which I think Paddington Two was released in. Um, And uh, the critic is still alive, so we all know who he is. Um, (laughs) Some bitch. Out his his name. Uh, The the review was from film authority and critic Eddie Harrison, who seemed to know precisely what he was doing, somewhat defensively noting, I reviewed Paddington 2 negatively for BBC Radio on on release in 2017 and on multiple occasions after that. And I stand by every word of my criticism. Eddie Harrison, we're out for your blood. Um, The new Paddington 2 review slammed the warm hearted adventure film for having deviated from the spirit of Michael Bond's children's books being contrived and ridiculous with Paddington being overconfident, snide and sullen. Claimed (laughs) considerations of race and identity key to the Paddington character are not addressed. And added that voice actor Ben Wischow sounded like a member of some indie pop band coming down from an agonizing ketamine high.
0: <laughs> indie pop band. I think
2: <laughs> I think this film critic needs to be castrated because none <laughs> of that none of that's true. Some Paddington fans are accusing Harrison of trolling to poison their view pool in the wake of recent headlines, but. He has credited with six hundred plus reviews on the site going back decades, all negative, and most don't <laughs> seem to be particularly contrarian.
0: Well, we have like uh, almost a hundred reviews, right? So, like, I mean, we
2: should have a. Uh, that said, it's also probably worth okay. pointing out that he gave positive reviews to Johnny Mnemonic, yeah, Ice Age, <laughs> Ice Age Collision Course,
1: <laughs> oh my
2: god, and Dumb and Dumber Two.
1: What? This terrible the movie. Sequel.
2: Dumb oh. Of course, it should also be pointed out that all of his increasingly silly Rotten Tomatoes doesn't even designate a film as best, per se. This is just one of uh, one way of interpreting imperfect data on an imperfect aggregation site in an imperfect world as people try to find some meaning in their <laughs> lives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not entirely unlike a bear in search of the right present for his aunt's birthday. Look at him try to justify so, his negative review. Which film has clawed its way to the top now? Uh, oh, okay. Can we, can, can yeah, we guess? What is can guess? Can you guess? Can I guess?
1: What was in third place and now is in first place? (laughs) I'm going to say New York Minute with the Olsen twins and Dr. Drew. That's a joke answer. (laughs) Psycho? No. What? Uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption? No. What is it? Uh, The Godfather Part 2. No. Godfather 1? Schindler's List? No. Who gives that a bad review? (laughs) Yeah,
0: like how do you give Schindler's List a bad review? Ah,
1: you know, the Jews' plight wasn't that bad. I mean, they make a whole movie about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, From the King of the Jews.
2: Anyone more guesses? No. No. That, the movie, is 1999's Toy Story 2. Oh, really? Something oh film fans can at least feel
1: sort of okay about. Yeah,
3: I'm,
2: okay yeah. I'm okay
1: with that. It's exactly that. I guess. Can you read that sentence again? That you said it about shouldn't the, be
0: the top, Which one? About
1: the one? The sentence about finding Sooners meaning. Sooner's list finding is me- not on the top. Rotten I can't Tyler. believe it. Tyler. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> doesn't even
2: designate a film as best, per se. This is just one way of interpreting imperfect data on an imperfect aggregation site in an imperfect <laughs> world as people try to find some meaning in their lives. <laughs> I love, I love that. That's my favorite sentence I've ever heard read. Yeah, so um, Paddington 2 is, uh been de- also dethroned by what, this
1: one bad review. What sequel will take the place now that, when Toy Story 2 inevitably gets dethroned? Paddington 2, yeah, Toy Story 2. It's going to be um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed 2, Cruise Control.
2: Um, and then um, I just have um, one other thing. Um I'm pissed again. Uh-oh. <gasps> Wait, what? How dare you? You're watching this on your free time? What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? How dare you say? it? Swank is a whole nother oh, conversation. I have such a hatred for what? Avatar. What? what? I'm already dissuaded. All ages. You're watching it too? Uh, it's entertaining!
1: I can't believe it. You're pissed again? Yes,
2: I am pissed. Okay, what's... Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? happened this time? So we all are aware of the Uncharted movie being made. <laughs>
0: Oh yes, and yeah.
2: uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Um, that's fine with me. I think I know where you're going. with I this. think most people, you know, depending on your opinion, Tom Holland. I think he, I think he fits the role of a young Nathan Drake. Sure. Maybe he's a little too white. Yeah. Um, not uh, ethnically <laughs> ambiguous enough. <laughs> he's not. Yeah. He's not
1: dirty and dark enough. Yeah. 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 Um, I so agree that's with that.
2: that doesn't bother me that much. I think he's a fine actor. Um, and uh, but <laughs> there's another role. Another character in the Uncharted games that oh, I think is like his companion or has something. has been uh, grossly miscast. I agree, in my opinion, and that is okay. the role of Sully. The role of Sully will be will be played by Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and I, oh. I, I don't oh.
1: even. Couldn't even process this. <laughs> I saw the I saw this Mark
2: sa-
3: Wahlberg.
0: I Are you it- kidding me?
1: I saw the sad picture and I'm like, dear God, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> 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 it really is disappointing to see that.
2: I mean, he's how is he still getting work? It's that's not, not even good. That, that's not even the problem. I, it's that uh, like I think Wal- Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights, you know, that's great. Yes. <laughs> he's
3: Nights.
2: he's great playing a guy with a ne- 10-inch wing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, if you know, you play the games and you know the character Sully, he's like this older guy, always smoking a cigar. He's got a mustache. Yeah, I was going to say, mustache. He, talk, he talks like this. Oh, come on, Drake. We got to go find this treasure, right? Yeah. Like old timey. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Should we have uh, Mike Rowe play that part? Oh, God, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was also trying to rack my brain of what oh, actor God. working now could play Sully, knowing what he sounds like and what he looks like. And he's, he's roughly
1: what? Fifteen years older than Drake, at, at least. Yeah. Okay, like say Ford. Toward twenty years. No, he he's like a hundred years older than Tom Holland. What? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was it, it, my gut shot reaction was uh, Sam Elliot because of the mustache and the voice, oh, well, but that's a he's good one. way too old for, compared now, to Tom Holland. Now he is, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: well, what about uh, Willem Dafoe?
1: Someone in his mid. <laughs> no, no, no. No,
2: he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have the voice. And he's a little. I think I picture Sully as like a taller. <laughs> Uh, do you like not know bigger. his range yeah I'm aware of his range you know I'm somewhat of an explorer myself <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like Sully you know, come on Drake we gotta uh, go uh, you know find the we uh, gotta
1: get this fucking tool dude the Brooklyn, fuck. we gotta yeah. get back we gotta go back to my restaurant yeah I'll, gotta make some burgers I know before we leave on this expedition why have a Brooklyn accent <laughs> before we go on this expedition we need to get some fucking wild burgers dude <laughs> yeah ugh but what? i i don't know who what terrible. actor currently working now mark Wahlberg could believe it how about dude. the guy that plays nemeth from uh walking dead who <laughs> the guy that plays nemeth from walking dead nemeth. Nemeth, he's like um who the hell's nemeth i think that's his name negan negan, negan. oh, oh negan. jeffrey dean morgan oh yeah yeah he can yeah, yeah. He yeah. Could. i can see yeah, it i can see that too jeffrey dean morgan put it down mark jeffrey dean morgan dude uh, They've also released like as part of like a
2: Sony, I think it's Sony because it's a Sony uh, project. Um, There was like this bigger video released about like the future of, I don't know, media, like TV shows and movies from Sony. And like they included like, 2 seconds of footage from uncharted. Oh really? And it's 2 literally, seconds. It's literally just like like Tom Holland standing there and Mark Wahlberg walking by him. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And like Of I got, course. I saw the headlines and I was like I was like uncharted footage finally released and it's just this like
1: oh super uh. exciting. <laughs> They're, that's terrible. They're just sitting and talking. I know. <laughs> I'm pissed with you. Like yeah. I can't
0: believe it. Mark Wahlberg, you're gonna. I, know Tyler, I don't know why Tyler they're putting Mark Wahlberg in movies in uh, modern cinema. Tyler
1: doesn't particularly care for Mark Wahlberg. No, he has a place. Right. He has a place, uh, and it's in well. the happening. Yeah. <laughs> he had a place. Nowadays, like he was good in the the fighter. I liked him in the Fighter. He I liked him in the
0: Departed. Yeah, he's getting he was, Departed. He was uh, the Rat. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Rat.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think I recanted that statement.
0: Yeah, you did. You retract. Okay. You retracted tra-
1: yeah. it. Okay.
0: I I can't even fathom.
1: Mark, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
2: So that's like the the most pissed off I've been in this week.
1: Oh. Uh, seeing
2: well. seeing that he was like discovering now, <laughs> like I can like,
0: recommend you a doctor for blood. Pressure pills. It was, <laughs>
1: all the uh, all the momentum that we had, excitement going into Uncharted.
0: <laughs> yeah, now it's then like, we got Mark Wahlberg. I just had <laughs> a
1: massive speed bump, the size of Mark Wahlberg. Ugh. Years of Academy. He training, is aware like
0: of his it.
2: schedule. It is like <laughs> his personal life schedule. He gets up at like three in the morning. I think he gets Who up at does two. that? It's like him and Tom Cruise and The Rock do that. He gets up at two, like two or three in the morning, does a first workout, does like uh, like breakfast, like first meal, then he does Eats his
1: first Wahlburger. And his second
2: workout. <laughs> second Wahlburger after family that. Family time, Wahlburger. <laughs> Wahlburger. <you know>. <laughs> he's also been gaining, he's also like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's got like three different projects going happening at the same time. He's got this uncharred movie, and then he's got this other movie where he's
1: like gained like a hundred pounds for. Really? <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, hundred pounds. He's <laughs> he's
1: uh, he's playing uh, Brendan Fraser's best friend in the whale. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. It's okay. <laughs> I still have the games. Yeah.
0: I don't even. Know. Is that it? Yeah. I don't even know if I can do my news stories after that. How okay. Are, how are you uh, supposed to be the host
1: of this episode?
0: That's right. That's right. That's absolutely correct. So, uh, Cruella, uh, the origin story of the
1: villain Cruella de Vil.
0: Yeah, that Cr- no, Cruella. Yeah. Cruella de Vil. Yeah, no one asked for. <sighs> I don't know why Disney even like thought, "Oh, Cruella de Vil would be a really good origin story to uh explore." But there is one thing that came good from
2: uh, Emma Stone, she says that... one good thing.
1: Emma, yeah, Emma yeah. Stone
0: is
2: that one good thing. Uh,
0: she's well, made
1: several good. Things. I love Emma Stone. Yeah, she's good.
0: Um, Stone Bone. Uh, she says that she wants to see a
1: Ursula uh, origin. Wait, why story? is that one good? You can't. You can't. How dare you? What do you mean? How, how dare, dare I? You? you had the rage that you had over uh, an unknown, <laughs> like a villain's origin story. And you passed on my Jiminy Cricket origin story idea too. You can't now. You can't now want an Ur- Ursula origin story, although she is one of the best villains ever. Well,
0: here, okay, so it's kind of like a double-edged sword because, like, I love the idea of doing an Ursula story because I feel like Ursula from the Little Mermaid is a lot more interesting than Corella Deville. Corella Deville,
1: like, she's the, just an old bitch.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what I'm uh, getting at. Is like Corella Deville, like you can just throw her off as like a you know someone who you don't oh, care God about. Such an
1: old bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and but Ursula is a lot more complex, you know, because she's not she's evil, but she
2: gives Ariel like a gift to be a human being. She like she presented the contract. It was all written in the contract. But at the same time, though, it was no
1: gift. Did Corella
0: Deville give a contract to those goddamn hundred dalmatians that she tried to buy them?
1: She tried to buy them. Uh, She tried to buy them, and they said no. Well,
0: that doesn't matter. She tries to buy them. the,
1: The slaughter of those dogs are unforgivable. So know the more probably realistically the more interesting origin story would be Maleficent and they already did that they did two of them and they were not good no but in the story in the story of Sleeping Beauty if you go if you follow the actual lore if the king were to have just invited uh, Maleficent into the the ceremony for the birth of the daughter she would have given her a proper gift but instead she let the fairies (laughs) that they let the fairies give the gift which is a lifetime gift and instead they banished Maleficent and she took uh, umbrage with that and cursed her instead well, she was a goth, so. You know. um, but uh
0: one thing that, so this is why it's a double-edged sword for me, is because Emma Stone's like, oh, I, and I was kind of confused by this article, too, because they said that there is an Ursula villain origin movie coming out, but then. Starring Rebel Wilson. No,
1: <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. I was going to say, she's my second choice.
0: Which I think that is a terrible casting choice. would you pick? I will tell you because I
1: researched this. Cameron Diaz? No. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Chris Farley Cameron, still alive. Cameron, Cameron Diaz? No. Chris Farley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if we're going to go with the idea that Ursula is going to be in her young adulthood, I would go with Retta, who is the... Who? Retta. She's the uh, black woman who plays in Parks and Recreation. Oh, that's Look. her Retta. You know, no, her name, she's professionally known as Retta. That's her acting title, her name? Yeah. She's so a one-namer? Yeah. Um, I mean, her real name is uh Marietta Sangai Sirleaf. Uh, but yeah, her she's known as is, Retta. Are
1: you sure that's not the character's name in Parks and Rec is Retta?
0: No, it isn't. her name is Loretta in Parks and Rec. Her, her name is Donna in Parks and Rec. Ah, Donna. Okay. okay. So but, where, uh, where does Retta come in? Marietta.
1: Oh, I guess. Is, oh, she is. What do you mean? She it? is actually credited as Retta.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's her professional name. Okay. Uh, so I would pick her, or I would pick Gabri- Gabrielle.
1: Gabrielle Yeah. P-
2: precious,
0: precious.
1: precious. Yes. Yeah. Based
2: on the yeah. novel *Push* by Sapphire.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: which is a horrifying movie
1: to watch. But um, you know, you know um n- in Ninja Assassin, the main character uh, Rizo is played by a pro- man who's professionally just known as Rain. He's a South Korean actor named Rain.
0: I don't know how that R A I N
1: R A I N. Rain.
2: Well, that that's that's pretty cool.
1: Um, Red and Rain.
0: <laughs> but if I was going to cast a uh, a a Ursula origin story I would cast those two, Melissa McCarthy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no.
1: I don't think that's a great cast. You're freaking kidding me, Lou. But I do. I do have an idea for the name of the. It. it could be called uh, "Poor Unfortunate Soul." Yes, that's a good. One. Just clever enough. <laughs> It'd be called Puss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Puss for short. <laughs> Working title. All right. Well, I uh, can't wait to go out and see Puss.
2: Well, yeah. You know that sounds like a it's probably an 80s movie that is like <laughs> CD Adam,
1: rated. I was gonna say it was one that Adam wants to watch next week,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Puss, yeah. Puss. It was the sequel to Chud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Puss in Boots. Did you guys hear that Val Kimmler is making a documentary about himself?
2: No, no, I will. And watch, and I will he, watch is, that. he is he is a 24, yes, is making it based because he's made a. His shot footage and they're using that footage. That is oh, right.
0: Well, to correct you though, A24 is doing the distribution. Amazon <sighs> is has taken over to do the production. Really? And so Val Kilmer, apparently he has like a thousand plus hours of him being in his home. Like, I don't I don't know. it's, it's so weird. Like this is the vanity projects that top vanity projects.
1: Well, like his last few years of his life have been very harrowing. Like he had uh, yeah, he throat, had throat cancer. cancer and he had to he
0: had to get fed from a tube.
1: Yeah, what a vanity project. Well, <laughs> love to highlight that part of my life.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's probably the climax like, you know, he like the climax can't wait for the is Batman like, segment. Yeah. <laughs> he wears the Batman costume All for them in, to talk in about in his
1: mansion Point Break. I can't wait I can't wait for them to, go, to cover MacGruber I right, a <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like, I just thought
3: like
0: uh, I'm obviously going to watch this because well I shouldn't say obviously but like I'm very interested in seeing the inner workings of Val Kilmer because he, he's such a a uh, enigma in cinema. was he popular yeah he was kind of though like that's the thing it's like he was kind of popular he? but everyone
1: knows his he was name. Batman he was Batman how could he not be popular well, yeah, you know. Name one Batman that's not popular now. Uh, at the time they were, yeah, at the time that's what I'm saying. At the well, time, yeah,
0: no, I, I think every Batman is popular in our society right now. Like uh, Adam West, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, <laughs> Michael
1: Keaton. Yeah, Michael, <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton. Oh, you out. <laughs> Thank Robert, you, Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck.
0: Well, Robert Pattinson, he ha- he has uh, big shoes to fill in. Uh well, anyways, uh, I I'm getting off.
1: Track. Okay, Val Kilmer, huh? When
0: is that coming out? Uh no release date. 2022 spring is what they're um, saying, but yeah. I mean, you mean like what's spring with climate it's so far change? away? What what spring with climate change nowadays? You that know? is great news. Yeah, that you know that's me being topical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> climate change,
0: am I right? Yeah, Uh Next up, HBO Max has the lowest subscribers added in the past year, which is really really surprising. That doesn't make any sense.
1: No, it doesn't. We, That's we, what we, I thought when too. Pa- when you're talking past year, do you mean 2021? No, 20, or, or April yeah. April 2020 to April
0: 2021. 2020 to 2021.
1: So Netflix and Peacock I in, I don't think that that's true because I saw another stat that said that they had the greatest subscriber index increase of what? all of the, all of the yeah of their stock rose more than any of the, those companies as well. Well, what's I, your source on this, Tyler? Well, it's Netflix dot uh, com. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix news. Well, it's called- all the other streaming services suck. Netflix the best. This just in. Newsmax. But <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's not what?
1: Newsmax. You're looking at one America Network again.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you, you know, I love my right winged uh, uh, propaganda. Where's that B- Babylon B? I don't know why at? that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what right. the hee-haw? Oh, my God. All right. Let's <laughs> just skip that story because apparently that's <laughs> not finished, reliable. Damn it. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> <a shit> artist. <laughs> last one is this uh, relates to Primer, the movie that we are reviewing. Shane Carruth says a year ago that he's retiring from filming. Oh, have you guys heard about that?
3: <laughs> what
2: a story, Mark.
1: <laughs> I thought he retired a long time ago. After what the up- hee Oh my
0: God. <laughs> after, I
1: know. After Upstream Color, he didn't really get any contraction. He just kind of disappeared.
2: Yes. Yeah, so- you know what? Time to throw in the towel.
1: <laughs> I've done enough for the time traveling movie yeah, he,
2: community.
0: Yeah. He, he released two movies in like a, two decades, <clears throat>
1: um, but he did, did. He did do additional editing for a ghost story. Did he really? Yeah. I was looking at his credits.
0: Okay, well, so he's he's kind of like a Hollywood bad boy almost because, like, in this interview when... Him and Neil Breen. (laughs) Yeah, eyes on Breen. Um, (laughs) He said that he doesn't want to do filmmaking anywhere because he is, like, done with the, like, politics of hollywood and he doesn't want to get like funding for his projects anymore i thought that was pretty cool like i was like okay like you know you did what you wanted to do and now you're out of the game you're not gonna play this uh excuse me um (laughs) you
2: okay Sorry. I, Stop it. He's not. Yeah, just, <laughs> sorry. There's a lot of noises I just heard. It like a shunting coming out of your mouth. <laughs> sorry.
0: What uh, are
1: you talking about?
2: <laughs> he's not
0: playing the game of Hollywood. He's like, he, he recognizes how the game is played and he's rejecting it, which I think is great. And The game
2: has changed.
0: <laughs> I don't know if the game has changed. It's always been there, but he recognizes, oh, do I want to be a multi uh, million dollar budget filmmaker or do I just want to do what I want to do? Or I just want to work at Target. Uh, well, he's not working at Target.
2: No. Like you he, know, I made this movie called Primer. <sighs>
0: well, that's true too. You ever
2: heard about it? Ever yeah. heard of it? Warning this is a comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. Yeah, restock
2: know. the shelves there, Caruth. Yeah. <laughs> Enough about this movie you made. Yeah, like, all
0: right. That's it. Carruth. That's that, that's that's all I have to have uh, to say for my news stories. That kind of went uh, as uh, least expected as I would <laughs> <laughs> wanted to have. Um. So let's. I uh, guess let's get into streaming picks.
3: <laughs>
0: Movies. Currently streaming live on the internet. Streaming in. I want my picks back.
2: Streaming. Streaming into
0: All right. I don't know who has the fucking pick. Streaming.
2: That story is streaming elsewhere.
0: You
3: found the pick.
0: Oh, my God, Bruce. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for that. Uh, Pete, you have uh, streaming picks that you want to present to our listeners?
1: Just to be clear, Bruce didn't make that. What? Bruce. Didn't, Bruce, Bruce just is at the beginning. I made that. Well Bruce is Bruce's dull sit down. There's his his voice at the very beginning.
0: Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I have to give uh appreciation where it's given. Uh thank you, Pete,
1: for giving that to us. I've been waiting, Into our listeners. I've been waiting twenty weeks for you to say that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> twenty weeks. Uh just kidding. So um <clears throat> all right, so uh the, my first uh, streaming pick is um, it's a rewatch for me. It's a movie I, I really like that uh, has features Tom Hardy. And it's maybe not my favorite Tom Hardy movie, but when I think of him in movies, it's one of the first things that go comes to mind
3: mm-hmm.
1: It's streaming on Hulu voodoo Tubi, be and plex and yeah, voodoo oh, voodoo voodoo and Hulu. Um, uh, this is from 2011 warrior, the mixed martial mm. arts movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also storing uh, Joel Edgerton and um, <clears throat> Nick Nolte as their father. Mm. Great cast also has a Frank Gorillo in it. Um, a couple other people, Brian, Brian Callen playing himself as the ring announcer. Um, so essentially, um, Joel Edgerton and, um, Tom Hardy are brothers, estranged brothers with a strained relationship with their also estranged relationship with their father, Nick Nolte. <laughs> and none of them have a great relationship. Um, none of them look like they're related or have the same accent, which is distracting. <laughs> but uh, all that aside, um, basically, there's a giant MMA tournament that's coming called Sparta. And it's going to be like the best 12 fighters in the world coming all together. It's a tournament and you fight and you get to the next bracket and you fight. And the winner gets $5 million and it's crowned the greatest Damn. fighter in the world. Yeah. Big, big, big shit. <laughs> and do you guys remember um, LMFAO, that band? Oh, yeah. Uh, Party uh, Rock City? Yeah. Are yeah. they in this? Uh, the guy with the big hair is. Oh. What? He, yeah, apparently he was like really Is he in, an MMA fighter? He was like into he was like a like a wannabe MMA commentator. Oh, okay. You know, like right before okay. Joe Rogan became like the go-to MMA commentator oh. they had a bunch of different people I don't know if you guys followed the MMA world at that time but 2000, 2010 yes. 2012 was like the heyday it was like the, yes it was yeah. like Ken Shamrock you're out GSP you're in you know yeah and uh, Brock Lesnar too yeah Brock Lesnar for a minute that was a weird thing that was weird um, and uh, the there is a this mythical like Russian fighter named Koda. <laughs> one one uh, speaking of one named people his name in the movie is coda and he's played by um kurt angle the uh, gr- greatest american wrestler wrestler slash mma ever olympic wrestler slash mma fighter ever kurt like angle rocky ford and, and he's playing a, a, a russian <laughs> it's <laughs> this, rocky ford myth but with he, mma kind of a little bit okay well gotta say i love i love this movie quite a bit Okay. I think if you haven't seen it, if you have like any connection whatsoever to MMA, it's it's a hundred percent worth. What a, about zero connection? It's still worth the watch. You just may not like enjoy it nearly as much. But um, oh, Nick Nolte's character is great. He's got a, he, he delivers a couple of lines that you could only an old drunk bastard like Nick Nolte can <laughs> deliver with that much heart and like sadness in his voice. It's so fucking good, and mm. um, and Tom Hardy is a beast. He's like he almost made me knock um, Anderson Cooper off my Hall Pass list for uh, uh, for. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I only get I only get two Hall passes with Brianna. It's um, John Stamos and um, Anderson Cooper. That's it. both men. Okay, that, well that's, okay. that's that's the rule. She's got her own list. Okay, it's um, uh, hey. it's uh, hey. what, uh, what's her name? Um, what's their list? Uh, Emma Watson. And um, Kira Knightley. <laughs> She's got a type. Anyway, so that's Warrior from 2011, streaming on Hulu for most people, uh, but also streaming on Vudu and Plex and all these other ones too. So watch that. Very, very good. Um, the other one I wanted to talk about is a series. It's a horror series streaming on HBO Max. It's a Spanish language, Spanish Set in Spain, not Mexico. Spanish, mm-hmm. like Spanish, uh, Spanish, Spain, Spanish, uh, it's Spanish. <laughs> Espana, de Espana. <laughs> so my people back home, <laughs> mi gente. Yeah, mi gente. Our people, your people. You Spanish too? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought you were like, I don't know, like white or something. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, anyway, we 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 don't have to get into the semantics. Who's, who's, who's so. Spanish?
0: Well, Joseph yeah. is the. The most Spaniard no, of all. No, he's not.
1: He's Bolivian. Is, well, uh, like yeah. <laughs> they like, they uh, come from Spain. They are very uncomfortable. Are, oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Well, so anyways, this is a Spanish-language movie set in Spain. It's called 30 Coins, mm. and the premise of the series, and it's shot like every episode is like its own standalone movie. The first episode is an hour and twenty minutes long or an hour and twenty five oh minutes long God. or something. And and every episode past that is over an hour. It's like an hour and ten, hour and fifteen, hour and four, or whatever. Is it like an anthology or no, there's a there is a small there is a through line through a lot of it. So it it reminds me of like X Files mixed with Constantine. Like they're they're it's it follows a as weird as it sounds, it follows a veterinarian who partners up with the mayor of this small town. It's a young mayor of this small town in Spain. And there's a mysterious priest that's been basically given to, by the path, Catholic church to oversee this town and be their be their priest. Mm-hmm. And he's like assigned there and he has a checkered past. And he's like, every time you see him, he's like f- f- boxing in his like house with the, like a punching bag and stuff like that. <laughs> and he's got a shaved head and big beard, like prison tattoos and stuff. And you're like, this is the Ooh, priest. He's a priest, yeah. He's a, he's a badass. He's Joey Badass over here. Finding God. Yeah. And he's trying to run from the demons. Um, <laughs> the first episode, at the very beginning, a cow is being, is giving birth, and the the people who, the farmers, called the veterinarian on site to help birth this cow that's having a problem birthing. True. And a human baby is b- born from the cow. And that starts the whole... Extra style. Yeah. <laughs> Good old extra, that... Uh, the veterinarian is like, all right, who fucked the cow? <laughs> well, it, it's an in, it's interesting because there's somebody videotaping, and she has to get up and, like, shut the barn door because there's a lightning storm or something and when she comes out, So back, it's supernatural. You don't know. They kind of teeter-totter on the edge of, well— well, well, right here, you know, the camera cuts away and that's when you went up to go through the thing and that's where they made the switch. Oh, and they pulled the calf out, put the okay. baby in there and someone had a baby out of wedlock and they don't want to. Oh, I was picturing a full grown person. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a, a baby. <laughs> yeah. But you're not far off because. Oh, no. And this is not, this is not <laughs> much of a This is not much of a, a I won't spoil it much because it is. I 100% do recommend people to watch this. They, they give the baby after they come, they're like, what do we do with the baby now? There's a, a couple, an older couple who had a young child die many years ago and they're Cow baby and they're now not, not able to have children. So they give this older woman, an older man, husband and wife, this baby to raise. And they're just so happy because they have a baby again, blah, blah, blah. And after they're trying to figure out this mystery and is it a prank? Is it supernatural? You know, uh, there's a, a, person here in town who says it's, it's a, it's a scent from the devil and it's going to curse us all and all this stuff. And he tries to kill the baby and it came through a hoofed animal. Yes. So <laughs> it's a, there's a lot of, cre- yeah, there's a lot of things that you're like, okay, maybe I would probably think the same thing, you know, but they go back like three or four days later to this, fa- this couple that has the baby and they're like, Oh, how's the baby? And the, the wife is like, Oh, it's great. It's walking now. And then some shit goes down that is fucking terrifying and creepy to the core. So wow. th- this was recommended to me by uh, Jason Kleeberg from the Force 5 podcast. And he's given me a couple of good recommendations. And this was no 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 uh, no different. It's a, uh, I've, I've, I'm in two episodes so far. The first one is very, very How good. How many episodes? I think it's like eight or nine episodes. All an hour and a half? Nine hours. They're, yeah, they're all about an hour each. An hour, a little <laughs> over an hour each but um the first one stands alone like like its own thing yeah and there is some special effects creature effects that are haunting that <laughs> will stick with me for a while so good okay uh, is it's 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 a tv series after all so i mean it's not it's not like a level um oh gosh annihilation or aliens type effects you know sure. it's not that budget but it is very very for a basically a, a streaming tv series it's super super good so again i'm encourage you and this is from last year from 2020 uh watched 30 coins i'm sorry 2019 my bad 30 coins on hbo max it's like oh and i forgot to mention the name <clears throat> the intro is I'm watching the first episode and I'm watching the intro and I'm like, what? It shows like Jesus being crucified
2: (laughs) and the (laughs) the music's
1: playing in the background. It's like an intro to game of Thrones or something like that. And and you're seeing all this stuff and you're like, what the hell is happening? Why are they crucifying? Why is this related to any of this? And what it is, is when Jesus is crucified, Judas is paid 30 silver coins Uh, to, to give up Jesus. And then he kills himself and his coins drop and all these like, street urchins come in and take all his money and they spread those 30 coins are now in the world and they are cursed and oh. the thing and this coin is like this through line and you're i was thinking well it's gonna be 30 episodes there's 30 coins so far there's two <laughs> episodes in and the same coin is like the, the heart of it and it's gonna go into the third episode or movie or whatever so pretty pretty good i'm in two episodes and i'll report back once it's fully done but it's it's pretty damn good nice Joseph, what do you got? Uh, that's it? Yep, that's oh, it. Just okay. two. Okay. Um,
2: so I didn't watch anything new this week. I did watch movies. Mm-hmm. Um, movies that have been previously mentioned. And okay. um, I will critique them now. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I watched um, Alien Resurrection. Oh, yes. <laughs> which is not streaming anywhere.
1: Wait. It's not. No, yes, it is. No, it's not. It is not, not anymore. No, after you said that, I looked it up and on my side it said it was streaming on Prime. It is not, but if you look it up, it's not on there. No, oh, interesting. Oh man, that I looked it up very on, recent, on Prime then.
2: and yeah, not streaming on mm. it's got to be very Prime. recent. And uh, so luckily, I have all of the movies. Is it, oh, they have the DVD box, set physical or copy of them. And Alien Resurrection is the only one I haven't seen in completion. Uh huh. And I watched it, and uh, yeah, that's a bad movie. <laughs> Not that
1: bad. I mean, I love the build. It's bad! (laughs) (laughs) I love the (laughs) the lead up to this. Don't you get it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad movie. But.
0: No, it isn't.
2: But, yeah, it is as a movie, as a whole, it is bad. But, 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 But. Let me finish. Okay. But it is very fun to watch. Would you agree that it was the
0: proper sequel to Aliens?
2: aliens yeah like they should be alien 3 they should have cut out alien yeah, 3 instead
0: instead of alien 3 do you think alien resurrection alien 3 is a
2: prison planet right yes yeah uh, sure why not
1: i like alien there's not really a f- the continuation from well so alien- I, like, we'll just- I like alien 3 better than resurrection and i don't i don't love alien 3 yeah
2: i prefer yeah. resurrection and alien 3 really what yeah it's That's way true. more ridiculous and fun to watch than I yeah. think Alien 3 is.
3: Well, I mean, okay. you
2: got the, the captain. I don't know the actor who plays this captain of this ship um, who gets the back of his head caved in uh, by the little <laughs> mouth. And then he's standing there with a cross-eyed and he pulls a piece of a brain out of the back of his skull. E- yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. I know. I was, I was waiting for him to eat it, too. And like, he goes, what? And he's like, <laughs> let me taste this. He's like jiggling this gelatinous uh, brain uh, brain chunk. His name yeah. is uh, Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. Okay. <laughs> Um, and um, yeah, it was it was just it was it was cheesy. It was cheesy, but it was yeah. it was fun to watch. Winona Ryder was a really I weird do, I, casting choice for that. movie I like that twist though. Yeah, of Winona Ryder's character. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, I would watch it. I, I do recommend people to watch you, you it. Should, well, you well, yeah, should you should watch it. It's streaming. I, yeah, if it is streaming anywhere,
1: watch it. It is. It's on Amazon. It's probably. not. You, yes, it is, and, and no, it's, it's got a, it's got a good old Brad Dorff in it. Oh yeah, Grandma I, Worm Tongue as a
2: as a scientist with a <laughs> with his um, <laughs> like uh, metal uh, what do you call it hair tie? It's like yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like his hair right. choker oh. or his ponytail. His hair <laughs> choker.
1: Um, he borrowed it from uh, the lead singer Static X from his beard. It's very uh, yeah.
2: the premise of like what's going on. Like, like, the whole premise of, like, the why there's aliens still is so fucking stupid. It's like Jurassic yeah. Park. It's like, of course this is going to happen, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, um,
0: I mean, it's more so of a commentary on our society. Like. Yeah, I know, I
2: know. But it's still, like, <laughs> God, don't you ever fucking. You're supposed to be, in like, scientists. You're supposed to be smart. That's well, true, yeah. Not. And why did they think a half-human, half-alien hybrid is going to be more powerful than an already just a purebred xenomorph? How is that? And then, yeah, the like the way when he gets sucked out of that little
1: hole, I felt, I felt because he has like they put the human eyes on him, so it's like he has like the sad face. The creature design is pretty good at the end. I like the creepy, like almost like the The human skull. No, it's like the um, the creature, the hand eye creature from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, it's like that mixed with the bear from Annihilation.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's a good mother. Yeah.
1: yeah, so that's
2: uh, I didn't find it streaming anywhere, but um, yeah, watch it.
1: Okay, <laughs> sure. Cool. It if down. you're
2: into action, cheesy, uh, even even Ripley, it was like the bas- the dunking scene, like, like the basketball, like <laughs> why, why do you? That's so stupid. Just I could
1: have sworn I don't remember it it being a dunking scene i remember i thought that's that, how the scene opens i thought that she oh really that's how the scene opens oh, okay she, she does a dunk i'm thinking the very last shot of that scene is when she's walking away and talking like a yeah, cool, she, cool guy and throws the basketball behind her head and makes the the shot maybe yeah fun fact that was her first shot yeah, first like, take yeah
0: her first take yeah and like everyone's reaction was like oh oh we're still filming oh uh, yeah, oh. i mean the
2: weird premise of that she's like part because she's a clone so she's part
1: and like part alien, she's like
2: part alien, part yeah. human. She's
1: not really Ripley in this movie. No, you know, the, no. The, the twist is though, that she's not a part Xenomorph alien. She's part monstar. Yeah. That's why she's so good at basketball. <laughs>
3: monstar. Yeah, that's yeah, why she's so good at basketball. He has no ass though.
2: <laughs> has no ass. I know. No but. jiggling butt. No jiggling butts. No, yeah, no, it's not they sexually left that, they charged. Left, they left that for Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, direct, yeah, if you failed to mention this. Tyler you're uh mentioned this movie is that the same director directed Amelie.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I did ah. look that up. Yeah. What?
2: Yes. Yeah, Amelie. After this movie he went on to make Amelie. Which is also not a great movie. Amelie? But, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I love I love Amelie. Amelie's fantastic. Re- Amelie is a uh,
1: cinematography masterpiece. Well, yeah, Jean- cinematography. Jean- great. Jean but, Pierre yeah. Junet is the is the director yeah i have not finished this movie yet but i think i'm gonna watch it tomorrow brie i started watching this movie called the city of lost children mm-hmm. oh yes. which was also directed by him and it looks like a fucking fever like like a fever dream like it's a terry gilliam nightmare <laughs> movie mm. She started watching it. Somebody recommend Harry
0: Gilliam Nightmare Vision. She's, yeah,
1: she's got a she's got a commission piece she's doing for somebody for a, a set of poems about this troll or something. Mm. And the guy was basically said, "Hey, for inspiration, watch City of Lost Children. We want to be kind of fucked up like that movie." And so she's like, "Oh, I'll watch it." She messaged me in the middle of the day when I was at work and was like, "I can't finish this movie by myself. Can oh my god, can we watch it together? I feel like dirty watching it." <laughs> dirty. I got 10 minutes in I was like I gotta dedicate a whole morning to this <laughs> wow wow yeah
2: so yeah he uh, and the actor who plays the uh, I can't remember his character's name in Resurrection but the guy in the, the motorized wheelchair he's in also Anomaly yeah uh, and yeah. in uh, Delicatessen another movie that uh, that same director made um, before
1: and Ron, Ron Perlman was in City Lost Children also
0: yeah he was and for that yeah. movie
1: he doesn't speak French but in that movie he learned how to speak French for that movie oh cool
0: Dedication. I always
1: thought he was French because of that. And it turns yeah. out no, he's not. No, he's yeah. not. I thought of. he was like French Canadian.
3: Oh well.
2: Um yeah, cool. Uh, so that was Alien Resurrection, not streaming anywhere, according <laughs> to me in my research. Um the other movie that I watched, also pre- previously mentioned, in the same episode actually. Uh Netflix popular, Mitchell's versus the machines. Oh yeah. Um and it's uh good. Yeah. It's okay. Fine okay it's okay it's like it's fine it's it's good and uh uh i think th- you would recommend this it's hard, this to it's hard. The, the first part of the movie is kind of rough to get through um i can agree with it's that. very obnoxious mm-hmm. and definitely made for kids um but there is some like really like cool and good um moments it's like a it's a family, but it's focused on like this dad and daughter relationship type of thing. Cause she's going off to college and he's like this man, man's man who like grew up in a cabin and, uh, had built, to build a house from scratch, had to give up his, uh, his cabin for like his family, um, family life and moved into the suburbs. And, um, she's like this, she's, she wants to be a filmmaker, I think. Yeah. And she's going into this world's version of Apple. It's called pal. And, um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a robotic uprising um, oh. via AI, artificial intelligence, uh, gains sentience and uh, wants to enslave the uh, humans. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it wraps up. It's kind of crazy. It's it's kind of insane what <laughs> what happens in this movie. <laughs> um, but that's big, big scale, large scale. Um, it's a little disjointed in terms of like the comedy, um, like certain things. Like it's not consistent. Like is throughout this the a movie. comedy movie. Oh yeah, it's, it, a, it's, it's absolutely a comedy movie. Kid, oh, kids is, so fun yeah. family adventure comedy. Produced movie. by Lord Miller. Um
0: Oh.
2: Directed by some fucking guy and um uh, so
1: they you could see their hands in it definitely. Um I like Fred Armisen and, and uh Beck Bennett's characters. Yeah, they were yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were good. That, they were probably my favorite part. Um mm.
2: and like the the mall scene, the mall scene was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why <laughs> would someone make this? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but it's 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 clever you know okay. I think I like the Captain Underpants movie more though uh, I've heard uh, I've heard uh, good I, things I want to watch that now
3: okay I'm I
2: think just... it's I think they're in the same vein the Captain Underpants movie is like me. I watched it like going into the movie I was like this is gonna be you really watched that movie yeah. you watched the Captain let me Underpants finish. movie let me finish why let me finish going to the Captain Underpants movie oh. I think it's streaming I don't know where it's streaming if it's streaming that's that's my stream pick I hope not um <laughs> Unlike Alien Resurrection, I'm not streaming anywhere.
3: Um,
2: it's uh, I went into that movie going like this is gonna be stupid and ridiculous and uh, not gonna have fun at all. Um, but it was like to watch it like the same reason I watched uh, Justin Bieber's Never Say Never, you know, like because like I just want to like watch this shitty documentary, which it was. Um, but I actually enjoyed myself quite a bit watching Captain Underpants. Is it was it 2017?
1: Captain yeah, yes. Underpants, the first epic movie. Uh, yeah, I believe so.
2: I'm,
0: I'm just awashed of a wave of. Emotion watch it, Watch it. Why would your, I watch that? Open your watch goddamn it. mind. You can't say
2: yet. shit unless you watch it. Yeah. Well, that's true. You got a point there. Yeah,
1: that's like saying, uh, yeah, I'm not a really big fan of coleslaw. Never had it before, but don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, I don't like it. That's ca- ca- no. cabbage and mayonnaise? No thanks. That's called prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not streaming anywhere major. DirecTV, Sling, FX Now, Fubo. DirecTV. Fuck you, Bo. Fubo. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm going to write Fubo
0: again. Mitchell's, I like Fubo so much.
2: Mitchells vs. the Machines is streaming on Netflix. Okay. It's uh, fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
2: okay. So nothing new.
0: Alright, well, uh, I would be remiss to uh, name my list of the movies that I like from the corresponding episode number. Wait, you did, this, you're did? you supposed to do that in the on. news. Well, I know it is, uh, but okay, I'm just going to go really quick because I forgot. Episode 91. <laughs> movies made in 90. Nine news stories in the, in the list. That's not true. Every story. picks. Come, come on. Uh, okay, so uh, Point Break, really good. Keanu Reeves and Patrick uh, Swayze. Pat, yeah, the Swayze. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Excellent, almost perfect movie. What about Bob, starring Bill Murray? It's mm. a good one. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dreyfus. Julia Dreyfus' dad. Terminator. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> Judgment Day.
1: T two. Judgment Day. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep,
0: Ninety one um and then uh a uh consolation prize sort of thing uh rockadoodle
1: the fuck is what that? i've never heard, that. never heard of
0: rockadoodle it's why about the a, fuck would i watch rockadoodle it's, it's about a, a, a rooster who thinks he's uh, elvis
2: no nothing okay nope. that's fine uh well you why know. would i watch that that sounds horrible
0: it, it it's not horrible it's actually it sounds really- like the shittiest
1: movie ever made <laughs> how dare you I'm, I'm, um can i can i chime in since you're on your segment here all right fine from my list uh, my, you have a my, list too my top of that is just looking doing the the requisite the bare uh, minimum the requisite research that tyler bare does by minimum. googling best movies 1991 not at all. Uh, hook hook with uh dustin hoffman and nope. uh it is dustin hoffman no, I'm just saying, but, but, yeah, I, I You're wrong. That. And Robin Williams. Uh, Cape Fear, the remake with um, oh, Robert De Niro.
0: I Bart, saw that.
1: Barton Fink. I, you ever yeah. seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. Fucking A. Sadie Slickers, guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Samurai Cop, also guilty pleasure. Samurai, Samurai <laughs> Cop <laughs> was Samurai Cop, 91? yeah. That's right, oh, man. that yeah. should have been on my list. And the aforementioned Delicatessen, which I cannot say I like yes. because I've never seen it
2: delicate it's just,
1: just interesting that it... Just the Last Boy it.
2: Scout, stream pick of yours,
1: P. Uh, All right, well... An yeah. American Tale, Five Goes West. Oh, no shit. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, I see... I, Hudson,
1: huh? And we just... And we just... We just also just
2: said... Look, Ninja I'm, Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, cool as
2: Ice, starring Vanilla Ice.
0: Yeah, Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm just going to go through my streaming picks, I, really pick... Let's uh, do it. Really pick. Uh, really, pick uh, really quick. Um, so... I watched Aliens which is probably <laughs> another
2: one Another <of>, another <laughs> That's right. <laughs> another
0: that, okay that's right. Uh, so I is watched Is it streaming? Yeah, it's streaming on Amazon value Prime. added content. Uh probably one of the best sequels ever made. Next one is Arrival which I'm pretty sure I stream picked
1: before. Nope.
0: Oh, you, I haven't. Okay. did not,
1: but i love the rival. Well,
0: great because I watched Arrival uh I think this was my second time watching it.
2: Would you have the child? Uh, Would you do it? Shit. This is a pro choice movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like, there was a lot of uh, thoughts going through my head. Like, <laughs> it's if I weird. had.
1: It's what's called really late term abortion.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody.
3: <laughs> <Late-term>.
1: Really late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. Uh, <laughs> late term abortion. Oh god, I shouldn't be laughing at that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, there's an anime <laughs> movie called Appleseed, which involves big robots uh, fighting aliens. Like it's, it's that's it's the context crazy. we're looking for. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Appleseed was made in, I believe it was. This is about crushing skulls and that's right. swords <laughs> uh, and. Cutting off heads. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I really said all of that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so Appleseed, I watched this uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning. Johnny Appleseed. Uh, Well, no, well, kind of. But, (laughs) uh, yeah, it's an anime movie that kind of was the influence for Gundam. If you guys aren't familiar with Gundam, that's also a big robot anime mm. um apple was kind of like the uh, quote unquote seed mm-hmm. for uh big robots uh and then finally uh this is a what i would say a kind of streaming pick but not really but kind of like if you're a fan of creep show i watch creep show 2 which is and by the way, everything is streaming on Amazon Prime right now. I've just been going through Amazon Prime. Except for Alien Resurrection. Well, that's <laughs> not true at all. It is streaming there. I could, I no. should, I should, I should take it. A-
1: I could have sworn it was because God, what- I got to take a picture of my feed. when he said that, uh, I, feed. I looked it up on my phone and I typed it in and it started playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> on your phone. Because I have Amazon video on my phone. So I watch movies. Unless on. it was. Unless no, so it was unadded, then added again. I watch my mo- my movies on my lunch break sometimes.
0: Oh yeah, uh, so creep. Oh, that's show. how you do it, huh? <laughs> yeah. So creep show two, like it's a kind of streaming pick because it's weaker than the first creep show movie. Like the, the first creep show movie, which by the way, I. Rented it last night. I, like I, I, w- I was like in a like two bottles of wine in, and I was like, you know what? I want to watch Creep Show. And Are so, you still drunk. That, no, It's supposed to be a dry show. No, I'm I'm not. Okay, but um, so I rented Creep Show, watched it, great, two hour, awesome anthology film, and then I and then I found out that Creep Show Two was on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and so I watched that one. And it's a lot weaker. It's hmm. a lot weaker. Like the first two Creep s- Show One better? Yes. So that that's why it's like a kind of streaming pick. Like if you like Creep Show One, you'll like Creep Show Two, but kind of.
1: Hmm. So that's, yeah, that's I've cool. never had the desire to watch either creep shows. Oh, you should. It's great. All right, that's my streaming pick. So Okay, cool. So what's next, Tyler? Oh Fearless Leader?
0: Well, uh, now we're gonna get into the complex movie primer.
1: Primer. I right. love Primer. <laughs> I do I love do. Primer.
0: I do too. It's a fantastic, and nay, I say, will be the best time traveling movie ever made. Uh, that only though. Yes. I. There. Only I, that. I don't think there's anything that can top it because of the complexity. Any other
2: time traveling movie?
0: Yeah, I don't think I. I I think that Shane Carruth really just set the what is it? The uh, the the standard for time travel (laughs) movies, in that no one can go over that standard. So, anyways, uh,
1: (laughs) I'm gonna say a bold statement right now. This is a prime movie for a remake, I would love to see this oh, with a better yes. budget and better I was going get into that but yeah. although the acting was fine, yes, it was fine
2: yeah
0: I mean it okay, well, initial thoughts uh Pete, what was your initial I want you to give your initial <laughs> thoughts of the first time that you watched it because I know you've
1: seen this multiple times yes, it's probably like my tenth time seeing this. I, I watched time. it I watched wow. it like four times the first time I watched it I watched like four times that week. yeah, just trying to like wrap my mind around it. <clears throat> um, and the first time I ever watched it, I was just kind of confused more than anything and I was like, why are these people talking over each other? I can't understand what they're saying there's yeah. too much too much like overtalk and, and, yeah. then, and then as I watched it more, I got the conversations but I still didn't quite grasp the timelines all the multiple timelines of the multiple versions and who was going back the furthest and who was, I never, I, it didn't quite make sense to me until I'd watched it a couple of times. Now, now, years, years later, this was in 2005 or so that I watched it, uh, mm-hmm. the year after it came out. And years, years later wow. now, there are a ton of, like infographics and youtube videos that explain research the timelines papers. research papers thesis thesis <laughs> about this and it is it really does i mean joseph just pulled up on the the screen here and the on the podcast table the t- the eleven plus or more timelines and and or loops that tra- that traverse Monday through Friday that this movie takes place. We yeah,
2: have these green and blue lines, and there's this really long blue line that goes all the all way,
1: down way down here. All the these top. other green
0: lines. Keep well, going actually, on. it goes from Sunday to Friday, like that's the timeline. That's that's fine.
1: And now that I see that, it seems such so more so more simple. Uh, but At the same time, it's still. Very very complex. Well, and applying it, it to the movie, yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. So, I I I just respect the the balls, the, yeah. just the balls yeah. of like writing a story like this and producing it and being able to do it on a budget under ten thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and I, I I I I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot of bad things to say about it because all the things that I would want to say that are bad. I can attribute to having a seven thousand dollar budget. <laughs> yeah, sure. I could never make a movie. I couldn't even dream to make a movie that was this well made with a seven thousand dollar budget. Sure, sure. Uh, it's just really, it's really impressive. And yeah. like you said, Tyler, I feel like I reference this mo- time travel movie whenever I think of other time travel movies, and I'm like, well, they did a different Primer. Well, they did a different Looper. You know, the, and it's like it, it's not the be all end all, and it's not the yeah. foundational time travel movie. But it really, it really put like a realistic, quote unquote, realistic scientific spin on something that they never even tried to explain before. Sure. Oh, I went back in time and we hit eighty-eight miles an hour and yeah, you know, whatever. You know, flex capacitors. Well, they like, a that? bunch of
2: jargon that is like
1: yeah, and they're and it's in in all reality, it's it's almost like they're they're trying to explain it in terms of like DC and AC circuitry yes. and yeah. and how within that. Vox you were being applied. I this is not this is for later in the episode, but sure I did, I really enjoyed it and I still enjoyed it. And um good. Yeah, I'm glad that we got a chance to watch it and talk about it.
0: Uh Joseph, uh this was your first viewing of Primer. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it a second time before we recorded? No,
2: no I didn't have time. <laughs> um if I had the machine, then maybe I <laughs> I could tell myself, yeah, better watch it twice. Um but uh, yeah, I feel like uh, you got to be real dumb, dumb, not to figure out this movie on the first watch. It's <laughs> it's one of the most simplest movies you've ever made. <laughs> Are you kidding? me? Nah, just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's uh watching it. Well, first of all, I'm gonna start with this. Amazon needs to get their shit together because I watched it on Amazon. Uh, I had to rent it on Amazon, and yeah. um yeah, the audio was a full two seconds out of sync. Are you serious?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh my Whoa. gosh. I was like, oh, this is. Oh, I, I chalked up oh, this as a bad budget. Like I was like, he did it all himself. There was, a, there was quite a <laughs> bit of audio syncing issues in the production, in the post production. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, for the most part it is supposed to be in sync. So it it's, that's on Amazon's fault. So like Fuck, that, that sucks. At already was like, made it hard. I kind of got used to it, but at the, in the beginning I was like, is it going to be like this the whole time? And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't feel like going to, that's, that's a bummer going to YouTube and, uh, doing it yeah. again. Um, so I just sure. watched it like that and I kind of yeah. got it. So it's
1: the whole movie with two seconds out of sync. And uh,
2: the audio was ahead two seconds. Um, that's hilarious. So I was like I hearing it before that. it happened and I was like, oh, it's a time travel movie. So maybe it's all going to like <laughs> sync up together and eventually. Maybe that's the whole, that's the gimmick. Yeah. Um, what a gimmick. So uh, that knocks it down in probably a half letter grade um, <laughs> on Amazon's part. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, thanks Jeff a lo- Bezos. Thanks prime. Um, but uh, yeah, trying to figure out who was talking and whose voice was coming out of whose body was it was it was like <laughs> I, was, I was like I don't know who and then I was like I had to like mouth read I had to like really read lips for a bit I was like okay that guy <laughs> that guy said oh, that. that's
0: so terrible.
2: Um but D- despite um, of that did you like it? Um yeah, I don't know if I'd watch it again. But um what? It, it's hard for me to say that I would love this movie. I love the ideas in the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't love the movie because I really couldn't get past the production. <laughs> like oh, really? I, I couldn't get past the bad, the bad audio. Like not the syncing issue; that's Amazon's fault. But like the like they're outside, but they're clearly recording this in a garage yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like the like the camera work was like like my first year at film school, like that quality. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and um, the dialogue. I know the the director. Refuse to dumb it down for the audience, but it's just so much. Yeah. Like it's just so like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just time travel, and let me start figuring it out. Mm. You know, <laughs> that's not this movie though. I know it's it's frustrating, and yeah. um, and like on his part, you know, it's it's just you know it's just a little pretentious as fuck, you know. <laughs> um, and um, I, I mean, I commend him for writing his story, especially for a first feature. I can't even begin to like. How do you even put these ideas onto paper? Drugs, You know, I feel like at first it's probably Adderall, to be honest. I mean, if you're, yeah, an,
0: Adderall. If you're,
2: if you're an engineer, I feel yeah, like uh, yeah. cocaine and, and Adderall, this could have been called meet the Mormons because the whole time they're wearing that fucking suit. Yeah. Black bands. Meet, on, the,
0: or, Mormons. <laughs>
2: meet the Mormons who believe in science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I did, I did like the idea of it a lot, but when it was over, I was like, uh, left me unsatisfied but I had to like look up
1: you uh-huh. know, a lot,
2: you know, and I definitely didn't feel like watching it again. <laughs> wow. Because just, it's just so, it's, it was kind of a chore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a chore to watch.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the movie really like plays with your brain. Like you're, you have to think while you're watching, which that's kind of like after watching this movie, I think this was like my fourth or fifth time watching this. I was thinking that, you know, like as a movie as a whole on such a low budget it looks like a low budget movie The only thing that has it going for itself is the it's all in the story content you know, it's all in the story because the
1: dialogue isn't really that great like I feel well I felt like too that um <clears throat> I felt like that the ideas in in the movie were were very uh impressive but the the story like the subplot of the story like f- like fighting the guy with the shotgun oh You're yeah stopping the, guy at the, the party guy Yeah, the party guy yeah. was like okay well he- that's a thing like, yeah i, I mean, mean it just I,
0: happened so fast too
2: i think the stakes of this movie were really low yeah and like if it were to be remade i feel like yeah, they would have to like raise the stakes just a little bit more cuz it was like it was like like just deception between the friends after like uh uh aaron and Abe, Abe. That's Caruth, right? Yeah, Aaron yeah. and Abe. Um, like after, like you find out certain things about like what he's actually been doing, and like and they reveal that like, oh, that's actually the sixth version of Aaron, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was talking to the second version of Abe, and it's just like, it's like the deception about what they want
1: to do. Yeah, there'd be a lot more spoon feeding on the audience with uh, a remake, and well. I, I think they would probably make the movie a little bit longer. I think this the this whole movie would probably be condensed into about a 45 minute portion uh-huh. of the movie. They would have done something better, more higher stakes with the the gunman and shown a little bit more graphicness of the gunman scene. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to the end and they're building the giant, the giant machine, you're just kind of left to, to assume, assume that, assume that you're going to build the giant yeah. machine. That's when the third act would start. They would show that, flash forward a hundred years and it would yeah. show the future and then there would be more, <laughs> there would be more, more polite and then it would be back be to Aaron the fu- Abe's running
2: everywhere. Then it would be back to the future too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
2: I did like the ending of like the idea of like he went off to a different country and is building, he's like, he's the evil one. He's he's the one who turned yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the like vi- the evil twin. He, he's the villain now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, I think it is a good movie, especially a first one and a story like this coming out of I mean I, he was an engineer, so it's like he has the jargon and he has yeah. the knowledge. Um and to and the idea of how the machines work is really cool. It's like you're setting a marker and then you wait a certain amount of time and then you go back to that marker that you set. Yeah. Um is pretty cool and a lot more
1: realistic if the time machine is realistic at all. It's yeah, it seem it seems more plausible. Yeah. Plausible than realistic. Still it is a sci fi. Yeah. Yeah it is a sci fi movie.
2: And it's that, like it's like uh it's um, like thrifting sci-fi like a thrifty sci-fi movie. <laughs> that's it. That's a really great description
0: because like they're doing this in their garage. Yeah. And I don't even know what they're trying to
1: do. What they're yeah. tra- what what they're trying to do is create a oh, weightlessness. Well, right? yeah, they're trying to yeah, originally they're just trying to create any invention that they can take to market and make money off oh. of. And the guy that they keep talking about punching the face was somebody who stole one of their inventions Platt. before, Platt. Yeah, Platt. And um but they essentially are are cr- trying to make something like low gravity, anti-gravity, anti-gravitational, reducing the weight with the machine. Yeah, And that's that was, they I mean, they did achieve that.
0: They did. They yeah. did, they had,
1: they showed the thing with the fucking with the, confetti or whatever, yeah. hole punches. Mm-hmm. The hole punches, yeah. And the byproduct of it was this, which I think is a really interesting way to but tell. That's how science works. Yeah, 100%. Like how did they... How did they come up with, um, you know, post-it notes? They were trying to create a really strong glue and they found one that failed, but they're like, this is, wow, this never loses its stickiness. Well, yeah. Let's apply this to, th- we could try this. To this try it, it does to lose that. the stickiness. I know, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but it's like you're, the byproduct, and that's, that's not to go too far off on a tangent, but people who, like, criticize the government putting money into, like, NASA, they're like, well, what is NASA? Oh, great, we're going to the moon. What are we going to do there? Who knows what you're going to do or what you're going to learn along the way to create the technologies that requires you to get people safely there. There There's so many, there's so many
0: applications. Yeah.
1: Minuscule technologies that have been byproducts of advanced technologies that were created in NASA, like, um, heat resistant tiles for the exterior of the shuttle. Mm -hmm. Um, just even as simple as when you take a, like an exit or an off ramp or a, a, a junction ramp on the freeway and it's, it's, Bermed up on the side and it has siping, mm. like ribbed siping. Yeah, that yeah. that was that was originally uh, spearheaded during the the shuttle launch and shuttle reentry programs. Yeah, and, and it's like that's been applied to places all over, um, you know, the world.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I really like the aspect of the time travel uh, too because it wasn't just like oh, you get into this box and you can travel back into the past. Like it was. You had to set a timer for how long you want to be into the past. So let's say, like, uh, it's 3 p.m., and then you set a timer, I want to go back to 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., and you have to wait like that amount of time to go back into that time. Like, it's not just like so simple, like,
1: uh, it's one thousand like to the future, 1,300 times faster. Uh, travel backwards. So if you're in, if you go in for one minute, you'll be back 1,300, uh, 1,300 minutes in the past. But yeah. you can't go further back than when the machine was originally turned on. Yeah, right. Is, so you turn is, on a Monday, 9 a.m., you're going to go back to that time. If you, as long as you get to that point, as, if, as long as you're in for long enough to that, like you go in for one minute and you're trying to go back 5000 minutes it won't go all the way back but that's the maximum you can go back or whatever. Yeah. You
0: want to know the real mindfuck of this movie is it's in the beginning I would say the 20 minute mark where they are at the uh, they're, they're kind of in like that abandoned lot and they're looking at the storage yeah, and these, units he sees and then they, himself. He's like this is not I was a trick. 20 minutes in. Yeah.
2: That must have been later. I think it was a little bit later than that. No, it was
0: 20 minutes in. Okay. Like this movie moves. a long 20 minutes. (laughs) This movie moves really fast. And so I believe at the, I, you know, don't quote me on this, but I believe at the 20 minute mark, uh, Aaron and Abe, I think it's Abe who shows Aaron, like, this is not a trick. Yeah. He's like, like, they're in the
2: truck. Yeah,
0: this yeah. The, like I am not Taco Bell. Like,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Sponsored <laughs> I do, by Taco Bell. <laughs> I do like their conversations. They seem very real world with real friends. Where it's like, I'm going to show you something. I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. Please understand that what you see is not me fucking with you, and don't be alarmed. And then they see Abe coming
0: out of the Abe snor- One. Yeah, yeah, Abe One. Yeah, I. I don't. This is when before we started recording this episode, I was like thinking, like, oh, should we get into the technicalities of it? No, we should really just like look at it. That's up as to the movie. List, That's up to
1: the listeners to to watch the movie and get into the technicalities yeah. themselves.
0: We should look at this movie as a whole. So, with that said, I really liked Aaron looking through the binoculars, seeing Abe walking out of the storage unit. Mm-hmm. That's such a mindfuck because, like. I, I couldn't even believe like something that he wasn't happened, like that a, happening in like my life. Like if like, let's say like, uh, you know, like Pete takes me out into a hill and he's like, okay, don't freak out, man. And I'm just like, okay, like what's going on. And he's look like at that
1: other Pete over there.
0: Yeah. And I just see another Pete walking around like, no, have been even more alarming
1: if it was another Tyler. Yeah. Oh, that's well, yourself over there. <laughs> Tyler would instantly start spraying yeah, to, exactly. to kill it.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: That son uh, of a bitch. Well, I think I think that's why the movie. <laughs> there a, can only be one. <laughs> I think that's a, one of the biggest reasons why the movie is so effective is because it is relatable, and it's not. I mean, it's like I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine myself being in that overall situation, but sure. that that one scene, I can imagine one of my friends handing me a pair of binoculars and say, "Don't freak out," and they look across the the uh, field like, "What do you do?" Yeah, I or, mean, what do you do at that point? And sub sub, sub question to that, you know. Are, did we just create a, like a war crime? Is this is God gonna <laughs> is God oh, gonna smite us at this point? Yeah. Is this a crime against nature? Is, this is a
0: holy crime. I know. Are
1: we are we going into the seventh circle of hell when we die now because of this? Oh fuck.
0: Yeah. You know, I really like too that like when they see their duplicates, like they don't like have like this like weird interaction like where like they like their head ex- head explodes or like they start disappearing like it's just <laughs> that's Someone who is from the past that you're seeing. Mm. I am from
1: the future. They, they do, like Joseph said, they do have a maybe a little too muted reaction. I would yeah. probably, I would probably, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'd probably have I'll a panic attack. i call my attack, mom.
2: Especially if you're not expecting it.
0: Yeah. I would have a panic attack. I'd probably faint if I saw like my duplicate walking across a field like miles away. I. <laughs>
1: So I, I would probably uh I think that maybe uh, Aaron no Abe's Abe's whole process was the smart thing to do or as a reasonable person instead of just saying, Hey, you wanna go see something crazy in a field? He just he like he like walked him through all the yeah. steps yeah, and he's yeah. like here and there, this has been in here for so long, that's why somebody has some fungus on here. I am gonna be on there for like years and at this point. And he kind of got him to a point where he was waiting for something. Yeah, result, and that was the result. It's uh, this movie addresses, I think, the idea of a time loop and how it
2: starts, Mm -hmm. how a time loop starts, and but even then, it's like I think, I mean, we do see the beginning of the time loop. We do see the origins of this Mm -hmm. world, and then once you're in it, it's like, but if you did that, then you would do that. They 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 even talk about it, like the idea of fate and like destiny, and yeah, uh, yeah, um, like if if I kill you, or if like you go back and kill your mom you know when you're when she was pregnant with you it's, <laughs> it's
1: like are you gonna die now well like, that's and it oh would you not just exi- dis- disappear well that's interesting I mean that's that the the when I like years ago when I watched this for the first time or the first set of times I watched this that was probably my greatest um like aha moment with the way that the, it was written was like if you accept that you can only go back so far as the machine is written, then you take away all that potential paradoxical yeah. issues. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't kill your mom because you didn't have a fucking machine running back that far. Yeah. But the next generation of people might be able to do that. Yeah. Yes. People, once he creates the nice. fail safe in the uh, fucking France or whatever he's at. And yeah. you know, then he has a kid and he comes back and his kid kills Shane Carruth because <laughs> he went into the, he went into the fail safe. But the one, the one thing. Or Shane. Yeah. After all of the.
2: You know, the idea of a sequel could be interesting with a with a child of these. Like, he Abe made another failsafe he didn't tell anybody about, and then like. The kid found out about it. Oh, it was in his will or something. Like, and Abe Abe is dead. And the well, kid, that's really and like he activates the failsafe and he goes all the way back. Yeah, to well, the beginning of when the machines were made. And then, the, and then the quality of the film just drops. Yeah, <laughs> and the what? audio's out of sync again.
0: But it's an interesting <laughs> idea that you bring that up because there is a kid involved in this movie. Who... Yeah, she, but
2: she has no no effect she do- on the story. What she
0: doesn't. But if you were to make a sequel in like with the deception that is had, like when you go through the movie. Because the failsafe was secret to Aaron, but then Abe finds out that Aaron
1: made another failsafe. So uh-huh. yes, so it and he put a he put a, a collapsible machine within the machine. So it's, which yes. is just great. <laughs>
2: so I love that. It's really not far off to suggest that the time machine it's
1: collapsible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stores, stores firmly away under your bed, out of the way, like the, with your Nordic track.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's it, it's great though because it's kind of like you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of like when uh, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates like they came up with like the Apple computer in their garage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibes that I was getting. Like they just came up on this technology, like sort of by like a mistake, like a surprise mistake that yeah they were able to like like vaporize exactly yeah. So
2: oh, rise. rise.
0: So like watching this movie, it's like your mind just goes all over the place. You're like, like what, like what could happen, like with a like with a time machine like this, like I, I you know, like you have like you know. In the beginning, they're doing like the stock market thing, and they're getting rich and stuff. And then they start doing the selfish stuff, like "oh, I want to punch my boss in the face," <laughs> "oh, I want to start the, gu- I, the I want to self- stop
2: st-
1: the gunman b- making money." That's also not selfish. But like the I'm you, thing. if I if I was if legitimately if I had had a time machine access to a time machine, I probably a wouldn't tell fucking anybody about it. Sure, mm, and b I would do exactly what they did with stock markets, but I would do it on a long term scale. I would just like. Put money early in on stuff like I would Amazon, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. But you know, you do it on a on a month scale Maybe instead in of a day minutes. scale. They're like, oh, let's just play it for the day and see who who, who moved the most in one day. <laughs> Dogecoin's yeah. down thirty cents. Yeah, <laughs> take Dogecoin, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like if I had a fail safe, right? If, if I had a fail, but here is the thing too. So this is going to be a little bit of a long thing, but okay. Let's assume that. 10 years ago, I had a failsafe in my attic running this entire time, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we get to this point and we're like, Bitcoin is worth 50000 at its peak. Dogecoin is worth $0.75 cents at its peak, $0.65 cents at its peak or whatever. Yeah. And you know when those are going to hit. If you were to buy them early, 10 years ago, 2011, they're worth a buck or two for, for Bitcoin or 10 bucks for Bitcoin or whatever it was. And less than a tenth of a penny for Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. You invest fifty thousand dollars into it. You come back for uh, you, know, but if you were to de- decide, I'm going to go back to the beginning. That's the investment I'm going to make. You then have to relive ten years of your life. Yeah, that's the payment that you give to the universe in order to reap the benefits of that.
0: Yeah, but you live it a millionaire. Yeah, eventually but, you
1: will. Yeah. Like after once you get to those ten years again. But you
0: have that experience of the 10 years that you already lived. so it's You like, can make different it, choices. Yeah.
1: You can be like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking quit my job. And everyone's like, why are you quitting your job? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but then, but the, the problem is, though, is now you have your 10-year-old. Live with your parents for 10 years. Well, yeah. Uh, but you have your 10-year-old self, uh, not like. 10 years younger self. You have your 10 years younger self living yeah, but this you luxurious years, life.
2: You aren't 10 years younger.
0: Because you have to understand, though, like that's there's a, two of you in this world. So like you have the one that's living in the future.
1: Yeah, just kill him. No, 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 no.
2: Well, that's why. I would back. Do. So you're not 10 years younger. You're still 10 years old. And man. well, that's what
1: Aaron does, too. He so does, you're going like, to die sooner yeah. In years. So I've taken 10 years, essentially taken 10 years off my life. And everyone in my life that knows me looks at me and goes, dude, you look rough. Like <laughs> you look like you haven't slept in like, like, three. like I saw you yesterday. What the hell? No. Like I haven't, your, I haven't your slept hair's in years. You got a scar on your face You gained like 40 pounds. <laughs> I know your voice is deeper. Yeah. You gained 40 pounds. But they, ex- <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's really great that they explore this, uh, sort of
0: situation with, uh, air. I uh, Aaron That's why they're only two, doing it. Only doing I think it. it's Aaron two or Aaron three or Aaron four who drugs the milk of the original Aaron and then stores him up into his addict. And the wife thinks that there is rats in the attic. And, and it's he's just like Aaron number one. Yeah. It's just oh, it's the Aaron
1: zero. Because Aaron zero. Aaron zero
2: doesn't know about time travel. It's
1: Eric, Eric prime.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the original Aaron. And my God, like how, how it's. Like horrifying would it be that like you're just stuck in your own attic.
1: He wouldn't know he's asleep.
0: Well no how I long mean, was he
2: knocked out? I mean was well, he,
1: three days, two, three days. So oh, okay. it's
0: Sunday through Fridays, which this movie takes place in. So I would imagine that he was knocked out on Sunday, still knocked out on Monday, groggy on Tuesday, and then Probably like coming to on Wednesday, and that's when the wife is like, "Oh, there's something in the attic. Like we need to call pest control."
1: Um, the one, the one thing that didn't make a lot of sense to me was how the the father in law, her her the the, yeah. gr- the girlfriend's Granger, dad, Granger. Or something? Yeah, yeah. How did he? How did he get involved? Yeah. How did he find the failsafe? That doesn't make sense. Like, within, they just sort of say it within three, like three days of it existing, he's there. Yeah, that's weird. That that, That was a
2: weird inclusion because, like, you don't really you see him like once, yeah, once or twice. Once, like, you see part of his face, and the second time, it's just
1: like he's on the ground. He like barely has
2: any lines too.
1: Like zero lines.
0: Oh, oh, I thought he he said something at the barbecue.
1: You see him. You see him shaking hands and making small talk, but there's no audio there.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, we're led (coughs) to believe that he's an investor in
1: yes. He's science. He's he's absolutely the engineers.
2: Whatever. So he gets because like he finds the machine, then he uses it, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 it. it. Yeah. What was the point of the inclusion? To make it a feature? More drama? I think it was just
0: more so (laughs) to real it was more so to make the audience more confused in the sense. And like, I think,
1: I think it's trying to raise the stakes. Like yeah. now there's another person involved. You can't just, it's not just the two of us dickheads.
0: Well, yeah, that's, there's
1: another guy. And are we going to kill him? Yeah. So if we kill him. Are we guilty of murder? If there's still one of them left? Well, and you have
0: to, <laughs> you guys remember he, he goes into a coma. This afterwards. feels,
1: this feels, I mean, this feels like in the, 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 the as prestige scenario. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are, are you killing yeah. a version of yourself into the tank every time you do the trick? Is that murder or is that suicide? Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: no, that's murder. That's murder. It's yourself. I, because that person isn't you, though. It's, yeah, it is. No, it isn't. It's a clone. It's a clone, it's a clone. but <laughs> it's not you. That's you. It's not you, but it is you. Like, you, you, under, you, under, you understand what I'm saying? Like, that clone is an individual. Like, Suicide is killing your own individual. Don't self. you get it? <laughs> exactly. God, this this movie gets me off the rails.
1: Here. I don't agree with it, but that's cool. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. That, that I don't. I
0: don't give a good goddamn if you don't agree with it. I'm just saying that if you kill a clone, it's not suicide. It's murder. From from their perspective,
2: they're being murdered. Yeah.
1: Yes. Ah, I'm murdering me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, well, cause they would be, I'd be confused as fuck. Be like, who are you? Yeah. Like, are you me? You're me and I'm you. Well, if I saw myself, I would immediately
0: <laughs> fight to the death. Now we know that.
1: <laughs> how, immediately. How would you kill yourself, Tyler? If you're in that field. You're in that field. You're in sitting on the back of that, uh, 2002, uh, Chevy Silverado. <laughs> If I were you and you were me, I'd use your body to climb to the top. You can't
2: stop me no matter who you are. If I was sitting sitting
0: in that Silverado, first of all, I would immediately go sprinting towards that goddamn copy with a combat knife in my hand. Where'd you get the combat knife? Well,
1: I always have my previous. knife. Do you you have a combat knife on you now? Well, no, not right now. Okay, then you can't do that then. Did a previous Tyler
2: come and tell you, like, you need to... I kill, need, to, I you need, need to, to kill another Tyler that you see. No, I just need to start carrying a combat knife on me until I see place. until you see your doppelganger.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is the first conversation of many conversations that leads to us getting a phone call that Tyler was arrested for murder of some guy that looks like him.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Previous uh, Tyler,
1: go fuck
2: yourself. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I would immediately start sprinting with a combat knife in my hand and then I would
2: stab him in the
3: goddamn
0: I would neck. I'd get the
2: 1981 Sports Almanac and bet on uh, that's, all the winners. That's
1: prob that's probably <laughs> yeah. a much better The one.
2: 1981 Sports Almanac
0: in our in our current times right now. That's, yeah. that's yeah.
1: it's probably a much better thing to do than I mean, it's probably better to play the stock markets even though it would it's pr- likely within like a day or a week range. It's likely to be less lucrative than just saying I'm gonna put ten grand on the fucking you know whatever team. Yeah. Well, they to, win, actually to met- win the Super Bowl, even though they're yeah, the long yeah. shot. You know, just find the biggest odds that week and bet on them. And but- some
2: anomaly happens in that but timeline, you- and then they don't win. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and that's uh, a la hot tub time machine. There's a squirrel covered in puke on the field. Yeah. But they, but they, <laughs> but do, uh, the- they do touch on that though too, because like when
0: they're doing uh, when they're in the library, they're just like, well, we don't want to like put too much notice.
1: Well that's that's what I was, that. was going to say with yeah. with stock market stuff, there's very little there's a lot of like anonymity there. Yeah. There is like there is the SEC and stuff, but when you're talking about gambling in, on in sports betting, there's uh the um the powers that be would take a lot more notice if there's a person that's won zero gambling winnings, and then the next year they won $600 million in gambling winnings. Yeah. That's when you would leave. Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm in, yeah, now I'm in España. Yeah. You take that money, travel back to the future.
2: Ooh.
0: But that's why I like this movie, though, too, is they kind of like... They don't talk about traveling
2: to the future, do they?
0: No, you can't. You can't travel to the future. They, They are only talking about traveling to the past, which I like a lot because they're... I don't think you can travel to the future, like even in a science fiction movie, like I don't think like if you're going to take a premise like primer, there's no way that you can travel to the future. Like there's no way because the present is the future. You can only go to the past.
2: Well, and- that's how I view of time travel just in general. It's like, is it impossible because like things like destiny and fate would have to exist? Exactly. And I really like how Primer touches
0: on the aspects, like, all of the aspects of, like, time travel. Like, oh, we we can't put too much money on the stock market, so we don't want to, you know, get ourselves caught. Uh, We can't interact with the timeline that we go back into, so they check themselves into a hotel, disconnect their
1: phone. Would you go back in time and have sex with yourself?
0: No, I would kill myself. <laughs> well, no, I would murder myself. Uh, sorry, no, uh, <laughs> kill myself. <laughs> See, t- you admit it. It is suicide. <laughs> no, I,
1: that was a mistake. Murder myself. I, I killed would. myself. Like it was my like my, my said, other self.
0: Like I said, I I would murder my duplicate. There can only be one Tyler. Only one. And by the way, I don't even know if the world can even handle me as 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 it can
1: right you know, now. We have a one a limit of one. God just like cracks the earth in half as soon as there's two Tyler's. It's like all right, that's the simulation is over. Yeah, that, that's right.
2: All right. Well, so anything else? Uh, yeah. I, I there's got to be trivia about this movie. I mean, um, oh, I do. Oh, yeah, of course there is. There's research papers.
1: I I, I did mention the trivia about. Um, about uh what's this? Uh, Ryan Johnson and Shane Carruth. Um, guys, yeah, did, that's crazy. Did, like I
0: never knew that. Did you
1: either? either of you guys see Upstream Color? No, no. It was. Is uh, it good? Pretentious as fuck.
0: Is it good though?
1: I don't know. Sorry. Is it about time travel? It's, no. Oh, okay. It's like a. It's kind of. It kind of reminded me of a little bit like t- Post to Nebraska Lux.
2: Oh, it's okay. like.
1: It's just like a series of.
0: I don't know. Events. I don't I don't even
1: remember there being a con, like a cohesive through line. And I was like really hyped up over it after watching primer. And then I watched yeah. so I'm like, well, this is lame. I mean,
2: it wasn't it wasn't That's like a shame. I like a shame. to.
1: I like to go back and rewatch it because I watched as like a my young twenties. Yeah. Um, maybe even as a like l- older teenager. Oh.
0: You know, I thought I after I watched Primer for like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, Oh, you know what? I should Check out upstream color because that was I've like seen a his- poster plan. And times. then I never did. Yeah, I never did. Um I'm not streaming anyway. Two
2: just kind of quick things. Okay. <clears throat> Abe goes back in time and ends up regretting it. His surname is Turger or regret going backwards. Shane uh, uh, Abe Turger. Turger. Okay. Um, and then in the scene in which Abe two knocks out Abe One with the nitrous oxide, yeah. The container he's holding is actually a rice cooker.
3: Also, Ooh. we see
2: uh, Sleeping Abe's profile, but not Standing Abe because the latter was Shane Carruth standing in for David Toll. Oh, mm.
3: ah. <clears throat> okay.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's really it. I, I think everything else is kind of everybody knows $7,000, Ryan Johnson. Um, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. It took, actually, you know, Shane Carruth took up the job of the whole production, basically producing, directing, editing, scoring the movie. If you couldn't tell that the movie was scored by a director, <laughs> 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 um, it took him three years to complete the movie writing the screenplay over the period of a year and working on independent movie as a microphone operator to get the hang of filming techniques. Mm -hmm. Shooting the movie took only a month, but the film spent nearly two years in post-production due to editing problems. God, I can't even fucking imagine editing this movie.
0: Two years of editing this movie? That's
2: crazy. During that period, Caruth claims to have quit the movie three or four times. All right. Fuck okay, it, I'm done. I'm going back to Target. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. yeah, going back to
1: engineering school. Can you
0: imagine if Shane Carruth was like the uh, the director of the Last Jedi of Star Wars instead of Ryan Johnson? I cannot. I feel like Shane Carruth could do a better job with the Last Jedi than
1: Ryan Johnson.
2: Mm, how, dare, how dare
0: you? I don't think so. What do you mean? How dare I? That. that I don't know no, how it I, could be. Well, I don't know, you know
1: how it
2: could get any better. Eh,
1: yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they, probably the best.
0: I kind of caught myself in my own sentence, and I was just like, "Oh, well, actually." Yeah. So you do love this. six out of ten baby yodas. Yeah, well, uh, baby yodas, yeah.
1: I uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say. I know that uh, the like the runtime of the movie is like eighty-seven minutes or something. Yeah, and they shot like ninety-five minutes of footage. There was almost no editing. There was a do, scene to be done. There was a scene that was cut. Apparently, yeah. Of Abe uh,
2: showing that Abe was actually diabetic. What? Yeah, it was to show the how like uh, calculated he has to be. Mm. Oh, I uh, didn't notice that. The one, the one, one noticed that. The
1: one detail that yeah, I because re- it's not in the movie. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed.
1: <laughs> That's weird. Uh, uh, the one, the one thing I really dug about it, which they don't really talk about too much, and leaves a lot of stuff open for a potential sequel or rem- remake with how their handwriting is deteriorating. Oh yeah, yeah. after more than more jump, jumps or whatever. It's like, yeah, I feel like I'm part of me there was there was one line that they said that left it open-ended because he's like, my handwriting, I like I know what the letters are supposed to look like, but my hand can't make the letter. It's almost like I'm writing left-handed. I would have liked it would have been really interesting if they like tried to write left-handed and it wrote correctly
3: oh. because
1: cause they talk about ending the loop on an even number or an odd number yeah. will change certain things about the, oh, the yeah. timeline that you're on. And I thought that'd be kind of cool. Every other time you come out, you may be a opposite version of yourself or something like, like that. version, yeah. Bizarro Jerry, which was a, which was a, <laughs> which was a fantastic tiny throwaway line from Looper yeah. when uh, Jojo is sitting face to face with uh, Bruce Willis and Jogo. and uh, Bruce Willis is looking at him and he's like he says something some impart some wisdom on him and Joseph Gordon Levitt looks at him and goes Your face looks backwards to me. Because he's only ever seen his face from the other direction before. I never thought about that. Yeah, I love Looper. Looper's so good.
2: Um, good. I was gonna say about the oh the one theory that I did see about the like uh, the hands the bad handwriting was that like because in the in the movie the machines like in the testing or when they were like first making it Uh they're placing their hands in the machine
0: like oh yes and um,
2: their hands in this theory. Suggest that like hands are older. Hands are like in the past like a little bit. So that's why their bodies are like trying to keep up with
1: their hands and huh. that's why they can't oh, write. Oh yeah. Interesting. That well. Well I like, got well, old ass hands. Well, it certainly at the end of the day, it certainly was a primer. It certainly was a movie. It was a
0: movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's well, next?
0: Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll get into gradings, uh, for this movie, man, I feel like we could talk about this movie for hours, which is the the great thing about primer. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just going to start off. Uh, my grade for this movie would be a B plus only because of the production. Uh, if it had a higher, if it had a higher budget, I feel like it could have been done better. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the story, like to this day, keeps me thinking, like how time travel could work in a real world. So yeah, B plus for me.
1: All right, I'll give this a uh, B minus. It's it's not a it's not a movie that I think is amazing or particularly uh, well done. There is some very good writing, and there's also some goofy writing and some <laughs> problematic writing. And at sure. the end of the day, it's a $7,000 production and it shows, uh, from 2000, from 2004. Yeah. That's when it was released <gasps> when it was actually filmed. It was like oh yeah. 2002, like oh yeah, 2002, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So post nine yeah, 11, post nine 11. <laughs> this is pre COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. And so,
0: post-9-11.
1: yeah, this is, um, so I, I, uh, all that being said, B minus, but I do recommend that every person who has any sort of, even a, a small iota of caring about uh, time travel movies, well, should watch it. And if you're a movie, like a movie lover in general, absolutely watch it. So I would imagine all of our listeners that are hearing my voice right now probably fall into one of those categories. So I'd say go out and watch it. It's it's a it's a feat. It's it's a, it's a feat. So it's it's sure. worth it's worth watching, Joseph. Sure.
2: Yeah, uh, don't watch it on Amazon. is what I would say.
1: Um, <laughs> YouTube was good. YouTube. Yeah, that's what I read. Get the standard def though. I watched this I downloaded the HD version and it was not HD. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's a square. It's a
2: shot in two one. I think. Yeah. Um, sixteen millimeter. Um, but um, yeah, that's probably where all the budget went. Is film. It was film, film stock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would give it a B. As a movie overall, as a time travel movie specifically, it's probably like an A, just uh, because sure. like it's. I feel like it is like the most logical, plausible time travel movie made. Yeah, so far, I don't know about another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's not there's
0: not another <laughs> time travel movie that you could do. I mean, except for Looper, Looper. it kind
2: of yeah. Though. Um, it's uh, interesting. Uh, it's kind of like like Tyler mentioned Arrival earlier, it's not a time travel movie, but it allows you to see time as a language. Yeah. And, yeah. and the looping can, aspect. And of like it. you can sort of see the past and future in that way and see sort of different outcomes of things. Um, so that's another, it's not time travel whatsoever, but it's just like an alien sci-fi movie about sure. that is like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense yeah but not really you don't need to get bogged down with the science like uh, you just need but to this know movie concepts. you do get bogged down with the science <laughs> well no
0: it's not the science it's just
2: the concepts mm, it was a language in this movie in primer it was like i was it was just so like especially with the over talking i was like i can't understand what anyone's saying right it's now.
1: yeah it's a lot to take in the, um, the language
2: yeah and i mean it's all engineering i was I, I was like watching it like I was, just, i was like i was watching a documentary about engineers,
1: do you know that? The, do you know that the guy, uh, the Indian guy that they see who tells them about the slime, uh, in the movie? Oh yeah, he's, got, he's kind of a plays kind of yeah. a goofy part.
0: Oh, that's right. The one yeah. of the friends, right? One of
1: no, 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 not the Indian friend. Oh, the one in the in the lab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's the camera operator too. Oh, is he? Yeah, I watched. It's not in the credits. Oh wow. Um,
2: and, uh, yeah, the credits definitely made by a indie filmmaker. Yes. I was yeah. like, what are these? Yeah.
1: It says crew. <laughs> <laughs> all food, all food and drink provided by, uh, Jim and Nancy Carruth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, B, it was kind of boring in the first part. I was just really waiting for them to start time traveling uh-huh. and, um, yeah. And then just figuring it everything out. It's, it's pretty, it's really interesting. It's really intriguing and really mind fuckery a little bit, you know? Sure. Especially if you do research afterwards. It's like, oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't, I
1: feel like you wouldn't get that from the movie. No. There's no way. Unless you yeah. watch it like four or five times. And even then, you're still missing a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: The point of this movie was to have rewatchability.
1: Yeah. But
2: I've will not be, probably not be watching it again.
0: Well, I'm even if it's streaming, you wouldn't watch. It I don't.
2: I just—it's it's not a movie that I'd be in a mood for.
0: Mm. Uh yeah, that's true too. That's that's the real conundrum for this. It's movie. like I'm.
2: It's like I'm. I feel like I'm like when I'm watching this movie, it's like three thirty in the afternoon on a weekday, <laughs> and I'm like, and the sun's blaring through my yeah. my window. Great those colors are just so blown out, and I'm like, God! I, and I just, it's just hot. God you know? damn, that's great. It's sound. It's just like a bad experience.
0: All right. Well. Uh, um, so yeah,
2: B from me. We're all B's.
0: That's great. That's yeah. great.
2: B minus B B plus. You like
0: jazz? B minus B plus <laughs> B minus. Solid B. I rated this B B Benson. All right. Well, uh, let's get to
2: the wheel. Oh, by the way, oh, wow. we didn't mention this. That primer was another fan selection from listener Michael. Oh, yes. Um, didn't mention that at the top. Michael, now we're mentioning it Michael Greaves. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry, Michael. Yeah, I know you recommended this movie to me years and years ago, and I'm <laughs> just now watching it. It only took a year of production for I this podcast. I did like to the it. ideas of this movie. The ideas were great.
0: Yes. Thank you, Michael Greaves. Yep.
2: All right, now Let's wheel time.
0: Get to the wheel. One wheel. Eight slots. Three hosts. This is the Wheel of... Destiny.
1: All right. Okay. Time for the Wheel of Destiny. We have uh, a few actual selections and a bunch of fan picks. We have Tyler's fan pick, Colossal from Pete, Brokeback Mountain from Tyler, Antichrist that was from Listener Chris, my selection, another fan pick, Joseph's fan pick, Eagle vs. Shark, That is Deanna, listener Deanna's fan pick from Joseph and a natural fan selection. All right. I'm going to give this wheel a spin, and this will be what we watch on episode 92 next week. I bet it's broke back my
2: Another fan pick. Another fan
1: pick. Tyler's
2: fan pick. Oh, yeah, it's Tyler's. Oh.
0: This is the Justice fan pick. This
2: is the first use. We have a new system here. Fan (laughs) pick. We have a new system. We are not relying on the TNS Tyler numerical system any longer. (laughs) What are you talking about? The The list is now in sight of everybody here. All right, fine. And off of Tyler's phone. Yeah, and uh, we will not be doing a random number generator. We will be doing a random name picker. So we have all your movies from all you listeners who submitted something on a list in a random name picker, and it will just pick the movie for
1: us. Yes, yes. And since we have two two fan picks back to back, where Michael Greaves he has a two term limit. He's he's disqualified for this turn. So two (laughs) term limits on fans (laughs) too. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm I'm making that rule now, guys. So Tyler, do you have a limit? Do you want or do you want to do all of them?
0: Just do it. Do it. Well, I, I don't know how this system works. Do well, so you want to do
2: the top 10 movies? We've been doing top, 15 top movies, 10. Or do you want to just do all I, of them? I don't care. Just do all, all of them. them. Okay. All just, of them. Sorry, All listeners. of them. Um. Okay. We're going to pick this is a random name. justice pick. We need yeah. a theme song for this one. We're like... <laughs> do, do,
0: do, 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 do. <laughs> Fan
2: pick. Hold on. It's picking. It's picking. What? It's picking. And it is... The Hateful Eight. Oh my god, nine oh. hour movie.
1: Oh wait, which Hateful Eight? The extended edition or the? I'm watching the extended edition. God damn it. Oh boy. I'm actually gonna watch the god. Netflix version that breaks it into one hour bits, and I'm gonna count that for four on my list. Oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is from listener Jay of Jay's Wood. This is gonna be a fucking
2: chore. Which? Oh my god. Built yeah. this. Hold on. Let me give a little. Uh, That's what I thought too. Yeah, that table right there, built by Jay's Wood. The extended edition too. Each an hour long.
1: For i break it up over. Four segments. Yeah. I might okay. have to call out of work to watch this movie. <laughs> I just can't wait for, to watch uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh get smashed in the face over and over again. That's the only thing. I saw the first like 45 minutes of this, yeah. uh, well, and it was I, like Jennifer Jason Leigh gets punched in the face. probably. Wait, have you seen s- the movie? I've seen the first 45 minutes oh, of it. Oh,
2: really? Okay.
1: And I was like, three and a half hours left and then uh, I was like I don't know how much more I can see of her getting punched in the face by random men <laughs> yeah I saw 10 minutes of this movie and I was
0: like yeah no I'm not gonna sit through four I'm actually excited like
1: though I've always i wanted to I was gonna yeah. watch it and then
2: it was on the list so the I standard decided. version is not four hours long it's like two and a half hours long or three hours long oh but, really
1: yeah um, well, uh, uh, watch fine. what you want. I'm watching fine. the extended version, and if, I any, will too. if anybody watches the normal one, then we can kibitz about the differences. I will
2: watch the Quentin Tarantino, version. by the way, Hateful Eight, starring Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Lee, and the
1: others, Samuel I mean, Jackson, Jenny Tatum. Uh,
2: Jenny Tatum, uh, I think so. Uh, maybe not. I don't well, know. No, he's in. He's in the. In he's
1: in the ridiculous one. six that uh. Uh, Adam Sandler <laughs> movie. Uh, <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> yeah. Is this on streaming on Netflix? It was.
0: I don't know if it is anymore. Okay, the
1: Hateful Eight Extended Edition is on Netflix. Oh, thank God! And um, pay
0: forty dollars. And the original
1: version is also on Netflix.
0: Great. How long is the original one?
1: Original version two thousand and fifteen is credited, and it says it's three hours three minutes. The extended extended edition says it's from two thousand nineteen, and it's fifty three minutes each, and there are four of them.
0: Jay, you better be listening to this show. You, I, I, <laughs> Here, I'm calling again. Yeah, we're gonna have him call in. We're gonna have to have him call in. This, this, this is a, a a true assignment. This so, is
2: actually a one. Jalen, another listener who submitted. Uh, what she
1: put? Country Bears. Who? No, that was Jade. The Lie. She put The Lie. This is one of her favorite movies. Really, The Hateful Eight. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the yeah cast is Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Lee, Walton Goggins, who I love. Damian Bashir Tim Roth Michael Madsen Tim Bruce, Roth, Bruce really? Derns James Parks Dana Gouyere Zoe Bell and Lee Horsley
0: wow Tim Roth is
1: okay yeah. oh yeah Channing Tatum is in it and Quentin Tarantino is the narrator oh ah. uh, well I'm he's a narrator not surprised though. Yeah. I don't remember hearing his voice
0: he's so narcissistic he has to insert himself <sighs> in his movies
1: alright well let's uh, let's put this thing out to pasture yeah till next time episode 92 when we review hateful eight thanks for listening follow us on facebook facebook.com slash middle or slash mcfc podcast and send us an email for your fan selections or whatever you like mcfc podcast at gmail.com and follow us on twitter at podcast
0: mcfc and please follow us on instagram at middle class film class and also Please, leave us a voicemail. We have a voicemail set up uh, for everyone who may have forgotten uh, about this show. Uh, That number is 209-730-6010.
1: All right, see you later. See you. All
0: right, who fucked the cow?